listening to RazRadioLive.com, home of the first 52, the Weekend Review, the Rob Revere Show, Canna Fornication, and the Mallard Report. If you like what you hear on RazRadioLive.com, quit being such a cheap bitch and help us out. There's donation bars on the website, and if you use Amazon, link to them through us so we can get paid. Now let me stop bothering you and get you back to the quality programming that you like hearing, only heard on RazRadioLive.com. We all live in different realities. There's no doubt about that. They're trying to form a one unified reality. But as we start to look towards what we're trying to actually get to, and that is liberty, freedom, justice for all, um, which is a global cry. We are now knowing it within from all the Internet realms that this is a global cry. It doesn't matter if you're in the Netherlands and Africa and uh, Peru or wherever. We're all saying the same thing. All over the globe. All over the globe. And so you can't reject anything that comes your way. The universe is trying to speak to you and give you what you need, but you're rejecting it because you think you know what you deserve and what you need which has all been conditioned and programmed by our culture creators, such as Walt Disney, Monsanto, and everyone else. So the answer to our problem is actually invisible, and it is called synchronicity, but it's an answer that no one can show you. No one can show you. And so now we're asking humanity to have faith in humanity when the Dark Brotherhood is making it so impossible to do so. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. So we need to find that faith in humanity. Because listen to all these people that have come out here. Every single one of them. A loving, caring, nurturing being that just wants to uplift humanity. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. television's telling you the total opposite fear those people in a van fear don't go outside you know you don't want to be meeting around with people and that's exactly what you should be doing and that's exactly what you should be doing and that's exactly what you should be doing and the synchronicities will start to unfold and then you'll actually believe in miracles anything that comes your way go with it and and do it to your fullest that's my message to the world because it'll guide you to your soul's purpose. And if you let your light shine, you know, to your fullest when something comes your way, then it'll magnify and become even more than you ever anticipated. And the best thing is, is that everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever. And I know that's a, a hard message to sell when the BP oil spill, with the uh, volcanoes, with the corruption, with everything that's going down, the police state, you know, all of it. It's hard to tell people to regain their faith in humanity, to forgive the anger that you have for these people that have, have trespassed on you, and to just start seeking the new existence. But we have to. That's what we have to do. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. We're the voice now.
Radio nice. Gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. Attention, brothers and sisters. Take a look around. We are killing the future. Killing the future. there is no turning back you take the blue pill the story ends you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes
offering is the truth, nothing more. Well, hello, hello. Y'all know what time that means. That means it's Saturday. Hope you're ready. We got an intense first 52 for you tonight. <clears throat> it is Saturday, February 9th. You're hearing us straight from our favorite place, FEMA Region 4 in Southwest Florida. We're coming to you and we're going to bring you what we can, what we can talk about, what they uh, maybe they don't want us to talk about. I think we got a lot to talk about tonight, of course, as usual. We always have a lot to talk about, don't we, guys? Oh, yeah. Always, always. We have a special, special evening. Of course, as usual, the beautiful, lovely Lexi's to my right. How do you do? But even further to my right, (laughs) even further to my right, in studio, live with us tonight, is our buddy Fortoed. Bam. Hello. There you are. Let me bring you up a little bit. Hey, hello. Oh, can you hear me now? Can uh, we can now? hear you, brother. We can hear you. Just wanted to bring you up a little bit, make sure you were at the top of the line. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, we got a good guest in the second hour, Martin Truther. We're going to learn a lot about him. Uh, a, a guy I started following when I first got into the truth movement, into, uh, into the alternative movement, into whatever the hell we're going to call this movement we're in. Uh, one of the first guys I started following, he's got a great website that I will direct you to later, uh, the Red Pill Society, which some of you out there know the Red Pill page if you're in Facebook. Uh, very similar to that, got some great information on there, and I'm really, really, really looking forward to talking to him in person. I've spent many of hours on Facebook with this gentleman, and I- I'm looking forward to hearing his voice and hearing what he has to talk about. He gets into some things that, that we don't usually talk about, so I'm excited to, to hear what he brings to us. Oh, the music just ended. How was that? <laughs> so, Dave. Yeah. How's it feel to be in studio? It feels great. It's nice to have you down here, man. It's been a great time. Dave got here last night. We went out and partied pretty hard last night. We had a good time. Uh, we, we went and visited Salty today, so you got to meet Salty. Your opinion's on Salty. <laughs> He's a- <laughs> He is a fun-loving guy, man. Yeah, he is. I don't think I don't think thirty seconds went by without him la- laughing, <laughs> you know, and just having a, a, a good old chuckle. Well, when you're living the lifestyle he's living and living now, um, you know, it's it's pretty easy to be that happy. Yeah, know? and he's got a nice setup there too. I, I really dug the uh, the gardening, and you know, I could see him another two three years. He'll be off the grid. Oh yeah, he's not he's not far from it at all. He's really working on it hard to get off the grid, honey. How was your week? Oh, did I get you off the iPhone there? Ah! Ah! <laughs> ah not the iPhone. Um, it's been good. I had a good day. I had a good night last night getting out with Four Toad, shaking <laughs> it up, being adults with no child. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They'd usually call that the 10 step, but I guess we're going to call it the 9 step tonight, aren't we? Put on bump. Yeah, bad jokes on the first 52 this evening. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stick to your day job, all right? Yeah, I know. I know. I try to. Um, like I said, we got a lot to talk about. Um, as usual, so many different things have happened. Uh, Shifty, right before us, thank you, Shifty, for leading up the uh, the shitty Shifty experience or the shitty Shifty show or whatever the hell name we're picking for that. Uh, he led us into this evening. Uh, he's doing a nice show. And he talked about uh, 
Uh, Dor- Dora, Dorin, Dorin, D- Donner, sorry, Donner, Donner was the name. Uh, and we will get on that because I have my own thoughts on that. Of course I do. Um, I want to talk about Kyle tonight. Um, Chris Kyle, the Navy SEAL. Um, what else do I want to talk about? We got Martin Truther coming up in a little bit. And guys, listen, listen to me, please. Hear my voice coming to you through the radio. All right. I know you're listening. So, so listen to listen to me. I really would like to have some phone calls in the third hour tonight. So please. 941-421-0401. When 11 o'clock hits, start dialing that phone. Uh, if you want to join before, obviously come on and join us. When the interview's going on, not so much. But uh, come on, I want some phone calls tonight. I want to I hear from you guys. You guys are listening every week. Or maybe it's your first time listening. Tell me I'm full of shit. But I want some phone calls tonight, all right? You're full of shit. I, well, other than you telling me that, because <laughs> you tell me that all the time. I mean, shit, come all on. All right, I, I thought you forgot. No, I, I'd never forget that, Dave. Come on now. So, what's everybody thinking? I'm thinking I want to institute a new uh, drinking game here on the, the First 52. Uh-oh. Drinking games on the First 52. That could always be fun. Yeah. You, you've got articles to read, right? <laughs> <laughs> Lauda. <laughs> yeah, I might have a few. Go ahead, Dave. All right. Well, uh, it, it, since we like to have fun here, and it is so much fun when uh, you kind of murder the English language. Me? Never. Yeah. Uh, I think that whenever you screw up a word, we should take a drink. Okay. Oh, and man, by 9.45, we should be drunk. I mean, I mean, I'll be talking like you by 9.45. Well, no, <laughs> not you. <laughs> oh, I can't us. drink? Well, no. That's fucked up. I can't have a drink either. <laughs> oh, man. It was funny last week when I had the, the last hour. I was doing that, running that numb tongue. And I didn't hear the sh- I didn't remember the show until I heard it later on. And, and I was actually, uh, uh, what did I say? I said, uh, um... I don't remember. Disability. I was talking. I, I I said something completely different than what it should be, and I didn't even realize I did that. <laughs> yeah, your num num tug cut, yeah, got cut in yeah, pretty uh yeah. pretty heavy last week. Well, I'm out of those pills, so thankfully that'll that won't happen anymore. Thank God for that, because you know that's a pain in the ass to have to. Uh, you know how I feel about pharmaceuticals, Dave. I don't even want to get fired up on pharmaceuticals, and I, I get your I get your point. I get your reasoning behind why well there's no reason it's just other than i had some <laughs> oh that's a good reason i guess it's not like i was looking for it or i, or I go out and get it i just happened to hold, get a hold of some and i was like all right well you know let's have a little fun yeah i i feel you i i like to have fun if you cannot hear for the first time ever we're gonna have child in the background that's okay though <laughs> that's what happens when you have kids and you do a radio show and you yeah, don't have a private studio. Sometimes they interrupt. It's, it's like the Rob Revere show. Kid comes in and, hey, I'm doing a radio show here. Get out. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love them. Oh. oh, I see. I see. I spy with my little eye something else going on. <laughs> is this the third hour? No, this isn't the third hour yet. <laughs> I see. I spy. I hear loop also there, Mr. Uh, Weekend Review. I hear a little bit of a loop. Does he even know what he's doing? No, I don't think he knows what he's hey, doing. Hey, Kevin, you're on the air. Look there at the camera. Also, there, Mr. Uh, I'm working on it. Weekend Review. <laughs> I got you turned down, so I'll bring you up in a minute. Uh, I do want to. I want to lead the gun. Lead the gun. Yeah, of course, gun is is what comes out of my mouth. I want to lead the show off with something I I didn't get to to cover on. 
um, Shannon Burke show when I do my conspiracy corners with him on Radio I.O. Uh, usually it's Tuesday. This week it was Thursday. But there was a father that went in front of Congress and really laid down his thoughts. So I'd like to, uh, I'd like to lead the show with this gentleman's thoughts. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring this up a little bit there. And we're going to hear what this gentleman wanted to tell Congress. My name is Bill Stevens. I live in Newtown. My fifth grade daughter was in lockdown on December 14, 2012. Unfortunately, her classmate's little sister was murdered in Sandy Hook that day when lockdown and 911 weren't enough to protect her from an evil person. Not protect her from an assault rifle or some type of inanimate object, but from an evil person. Quite different from the elaborate security you all enjoy here at the Capitol. It was fun getting frisks on the way in. Yes, I'm not here to cite crime statistics, lives saved with a gun, or the economic impact of the proposed asinine legislation, some of these gun control bills you have proposed. I will, however, read from the Connecticut State Constitution. Section 15 reads very clearly, we all know what the Second Amendment says, but Section 15 in the state constitution says very clearly, every citizen has a right to bear arms in defense of himself and the state. There's no registration, there's no permitting, there's no background checks. It's quite clear. I'm frankly shocked by some of the testimony today. In case some here failed American history, there is something called the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and a process by which to amend it. The same goes for the state constitution. These rights are inalienable and endowed by our creator, not you politicians, to all citizens regardless of gender, race, or creed. In order to limit the rights of individuals, there is something called due process, and legislation is not due process. You want to take my rights away? Let's go to court. And with regards to due process, the final report with all the facts on Sandy Hook will not likely be issued until this summer, it was stated clearly in the newspapers. How can any legislation be passed in good faith or good conscience without all the facts? Again, gun ownership is a constitutional right, but it's not for everyone. That's okay. And shouldn't make gun owners suspects, regardless of how many guns they have or how much ammunition they may have. My guns are not dangerous. They are at home, locked up, collecting dust and cat hair. <laughs> but criminals and tyrants, tyrants, Especially, beware, lockdown is not an option at the Stevens residence. And 911 will be dialed after the security of my home has been established. Why is that same security my daughter enjoys at home with her dad not available at school in Newtown? That is what you should be considering, not making her dad a criminal. Charlton Heston made the phrase, from my cold dead hands, famous. And I will tell you here today, you will take my ability to protect my Victoria from my cold, dead hands. As a true American walks away from the stand, that, that is... Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Turn me on, turn me on, turn me on. There you are. I, there I got shit are. to say here. Go ahead. Um, so, well, all right, so give me a little context here because I, w- I wasn't paying attention to being... Is that a, somebody who... A parent of somebody that was in Newtown? Yes. So he was a parent of a child that went through the... The shooting. The shooting. Yes. All right. That's excellent, and I applaud that guy, although he was... I have to... um, Critique him. Go ahead. I'm not not (laughs) critiquing him. I'm just going to correct him, or a point of uh, correction. Point of order. I object! 
Go ahead. Sorry. You done? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> that was dramatic. Uh, one of the things he said was a constitutional right. And this is something that really gets under my craw. It's not a constitutional right. It's a constitutionally protected right. In other words, we have these rights which are inalienable, which mm-hmm. means they can't be taken away, and they're, they're, not, they're, they're not given to us. We, we have these when we are born, whether we're born from God, Mother Earth, or Xenu. doesn't matter. <laughs> Xenu. That's you know? a new one. <laughs> well, that's, that's the... Uh, uh, Kevin's smiling. I see Kevin smiling over there. Those are those uh, those guys that were in downtown Clearwater. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they're not constitutional rights. They're not given to us by the Constitution. The, the Constitution is there to protect these rights that we have right. that are inalienable. The other thing he says is that these rights were were uh, they should be protected to every citizen. Now that's also wrong. That does not say that in in the Constitution. It, it fucking no. It's for everybody. These rights are for everybody. Whether you all right, so if you live in Uganda and your government takes these rights away from you, that's that's your problem. But we, everybody has the right to defend themselves, and it's not because we live on a certain land. It's because we live on a certain land that these rights get taken away. Right. Well, yeah, and I get your point. If you're a human being, you have these rights immediately. Is is your point that you're making? Right. I, just because doesn't matter where I'm born, whether I'm white, black, male, or female, I have the right to defend myself. Do you know which one you are? Just just out of question. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, what's your Wait. thoughts on this one? As you spin oh, me around, I'm getting dizzy and, and motion sickness here. I was so busy getting pissed off at Dave, I couldn't say anything. <laughs> So what's I your was thought? Getting, I, looking, I had to go outside and look for chemtrails for a second. Um, <laughs> wait a second, Sean. Oh, Sean, no, Sean not are you really questioning if he knew if he what he was? And you're aren't you like labeled as the half breed or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it's negative friction. First of all, all right, we're going to talk about oh. negative friction later on. <laughs> We've been and hanging out with good. salty it's, all day, so it it is in the Constitution that it's a, it's a right as an American, uh, not Uganda or wherever Dave might be from. Really, it says as an American you have these rights, or does it say all men, all men are created equal? Right. Not all men born in the United States. All men. Well, it's the United States Constitution, isn't it? I was going to say, does our Constitution right. and, uh, go and, for South Africa or regular mm-hmm. Africa? Or Uganda? Or, no, no, no. Right. no, no. Hold, on, hold, on, hold on a second. See, you guys, are, you guys are still under the premise that these, this paper gives us the rights. No, we are born with these rights. It's the paper that we, we created, the Constitution, that uh, is supposed to make the government protect these rights. Oh, fuck right. the government. I mean, <laughs> good answer. <laughs> right. You see, you're, you're preaching to the choir that with that one. But uh, remember, we're all born with these rights to defend each other, to, to defend ourselves, to eat, to breathe air. You know, and it's only when the, the, the oppressive government that, that takes those, these rights from us. That so, we refer know, back to the paper that, that, that gives us these rights back. When the government decides to take them from us, we have to go back to this paper that... that Reiterates what our rights are. Hold, hold on. Remember, the Constitution is set of is a set of instructions that the free people of the United States mm-hmm. uh, drafted to create a government. Said these are the rules that you have to abide by. You have to protect the right to free speech. You have to protect our speech. You have to protect our uh, right to bear arms. You can't. Uh, you have to have probable cause to come into my house. You, the government. You know, ha- uh, there's 
a, you know, a litany of things that they have to protect. <laughs> but the first and second were speech and firearms. And, and I exercised my freedom to blow shit up earlier today while shooting skeet and blowing up uh, Arizona uh, desert. Nice. nice. <laughs> we didn't no, plan that one or anything. Shot a, probably 300 rounds of shotgun, AK-47, 25s, 38s. You named the round. It was there. It got expelled, and my 15-year-old got to shoot a shotgun for the first time, and Ooh. I think he might have got an erection. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if not a short, sore shoulder. I was going to ask you, hey, I, since I could see you now, Kevin, uh, and you were shooting shotgun shells, do you have the, the bruise on your arm like all of us have? Do you? I can't see because all I can see is the mic now. Yeah, oh, get oh, the move. Enlarge it here. Can you see it? <laughs> I don't really see anything. All I see is a tattoo. You see the size of these fucking arms? I mean, look at me, dude. I mean, what is this? I got a 58-inch chest. I mean, nothing hurts this. This is iron. Uh, oh, all right. A 58-inch <laughs> chest? Jesus Christ, you're like three of my chest. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm Scottish, but that, That's not saying much, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, hey. Not, for, not for nothing. I saw Sean take down somebody that was twice his size today. Yeah. I oh, put shit. Up, like, I put uh, up a good like, fight. Uh, I'm angry at you, so I'm going to beat you up or uh, just messing around? No, what's that? It was, <laughs> we, we, it, it was my... It's Lexi's brother. Uh, him and I like to fight every once in a while, and he hasn't learned that he might be six five and two hundred and thirty pounds. He, he not, he's not two thirty. He's heavier than that. You think he's heavier? Because yeah, I'm I'm two twenty, and I I'm a couple inches shorter than him. <laughs> <laughs> but but needless to say, I put up a good fight, and I threw the motherfucker down, didn't I? Yes, he did. <laughs> so don't always think that the short one hundred and twenty five pound guy you're going to beat up because you're being such a show off. I beat up that little punk ass many a time. <laughs> <laughs> But you're a girl. Size guys. Oh, shit. Why? Hey, you know, I'm proud of this, dude. In the past month and a half, I've lost like 25 pounds, and I'm feeling really good and happy. Nice. And the bitch is gone. Lexi knows this. <laughs> bitch be gone. All right. Bitch, bitch be, be gone. gone. Let's go talk back. Uh, talk. Uh, let me start Sorry, over again. Wait, hold on. Let me take a drink. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long day for us. Um, Fortoad has experienced the Raz experience of show prep which began yesterday afternoon yeah i haven't stopped drinking since, since i got here <laughs> it's six o'clock last night nice pussy oh, it's, been, it's been a good time <laughs> it's been a good time um so oh, all right uh, let's go back to, to to this guy and i think it's it's actually excellent that he he, he has the balls to go up in front of uh what is that congress, congress. yep, yep. In, that was congress yep. oh, that wasn't a, a local uh that was congress that, that was, was u.s nice. congress yep. i applaud that guy i actually heard oh, about yeah. this video but i didn't see it because i was like oh, i'm so gun controlled out but that was awesome i also saw another video from a guy who is an immigrant he goes uh, I, I think he's uh, he's oriental and uh he had said, I'm an American by choice, right? And that got an applause. And it was just a local, uh, you know, local government channel. Right. But he just started right this list of things, you know, and he was so right. He was right on the money. And I was, you know, home watching this thing, and I'm like, stand up and clapping like, you go, motherfucker, <laughs> you know? And it takes an immigrant to show the, the, the Native Americans, because we're Native Americans, let's be honest. Excuse me. Some of us. I mean, you know, well, it, it depends. I mean, there there is. Were, a, you, were you born in this country? His his grandfather's from Mexico, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter if you if you actually look it up. All right, and this is there's been there's tons of case law on this. If you're so, why don't I have a casino? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because because the word Native American is wrong. Oh, that's why. 
Because you're a Native American. You were, you were born in this country, right? Yeah. So you're a Native American. Last time I checked, I was. You're a Native New Jerseyan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a Jersey fact. boy. Come on now. I'll get it right. If we want to, so you're an... They are hatchet-wielding prairie gophers. <laughs> <laughs> you shit-wielding prairie gophers? Hatchet-wielding prairie gophers. Oh, I thought you said you shit Wielding prairie, prairie goats. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we keep getting we, we're, we're tangent monkeys, man. Uh, and, and just talking about gun control. Yeah, well, we starburst a lot, and and tonight's going to probably be a really fun show. Uh, I'm going to really uh, I'll get serious in the second hour because I got a guest coming, but we're going to have fun on the two other ends. So uh, yeah, let's let's continue the fun. <laughs> There's a drop. Yeah, please somebody. <laughs> I, wa- <laughs> I want to talk about guns. <laughs> Well, Sean just wants to talk about having fun on two other ends. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, go back to your guns, Dave. Uh, well, we wanted to talk about that that cop out in L.A. Yep, yep. Uh, which I almost, I'm almost rooting for him, but, you know, he killed people, so I, I can't be Did you him. realize that there are many of Facebook and Twitter pages supporting him already? I, I, probably, you know. No, not probably. I've already seen it. I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't doubt it, but I, I'm not for, I don't advocate the killing of people. Even though I'm anti-cop and anti-government, I, I just, I, I'm not for that. But, you know, this this shows, I mean, the, <laughs> the cops are looking for a gray Nissan Titan, Ugh. and they shot the shit out of a Toyota Tacoma that was blue. Driven right. by two Chinese ladies. Well, no, Hispanic ladies. Hispanic ladies. I'm and sure. oh, uh, yeah, I was close. And uh, you know, aside from the fact that they shot, you know, I don't know how many bullets, and they, they shot up, you know, cars and houses around it. They didn't um, kill them. Identify themselves. <laughs> they didn't say stop or I'll shoot. They were just like, and everybody just shot, started shooting. Yep. And that was the first time. And then the second time they shot a black Honda Ridgeline, right? Which again is is so far off. From the description, but they just did it anyway. And the uh, the people in charge are making excuses for these motherfuckers. Well, not only are they making excuses for these motherfuckers, but think of the fact that we have two vehicles shot up and nobody killed. The right, cops exactly. are that bad of a shot. Well, exactly. That one, the, 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 the Toyota, I don't know how many shots, but, <laughs> you know, the lady, the old, the 70-year-old is the one that got shot in the back twice. She's expected, the, the lady in the front seat, She. I, I don't think she got, uh, I think she got, they didn't say where no, she no, got shot. No, she, no I, I read it. Th- she didn't get shot. The, her injuries were from flying glass. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, you know, my 15-year-old, like I said, we went shooting today. And out of 10 skeets, he hit three. And I think he did better than LAPD myself. Exactly, exactly. So here, here are the guys that, that, that should have the guns, quote-unquote should have the guns, according to what most of America says right now. And they can't fucking do jack shit. And I don't know if you heard this one, Kevin, today, as we're talking guns and shooting. Um, did you hear about the 15-year-old boy that was shot by an FDA security guard in the parking lot? I caught a little bit of that in the news later thing, Majigger, there, but uh, I didn't get to read into the detail. Please, do tell. Well, it's a little sketchy. I mean, obviously, the kid was up to something he shouldn't have been. Wait a minute. FDA, you said? In the FDA parking lot, which, perchance, was across the street from the kid's high school. So he was lingering. Do you have the article? Are you going to read it? Uh, I don't. I wasn't going to read it because I already read it, but I can pull it up here. Good, because I want to start the drinking game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what do you need a sip? But hey, Sean, just just for the record, I am 21 now, so I can uh, partake in the, the TF2 drinking game. Drink game. Yeah, well, like that, that would have stopped me. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, a government law telling you couldn't drink before? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. Dave, I was just noticing uh, that I'm glad that uh, Shifty is not part of the show. 
Oh, that was mean. <laughs> eyeballing your calves if he was. So. <laughs> oh, now, now Kevin's eyeballing your calves. So Shifty's got the hots for Shannon's calves, and Kevin's got the hots for your calves, Dave. Yeah, the camera pointed directly at his fucking calves. What am I going to do, man? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking, I, I was looking for the nine toes, to be honest with you. Hold on. I can make that happen. Don't show them where's, the, where's the camera shot? I can't see. It's right there. It's, no, it's right you, on you. only have four toes? Yeah, see, that foot right there only has Whoa. four toes. Right here, see? See that right there? It's missing. That toe's hey, missing. Hey, buddy, you're missing a toe. <laughs> We've dropped from shifty porn to thank, porn. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for telling me I'm missing a toe. All right, so anyway... <laughs> I, I went to the. Nothing, I went man. to the. I Just went to. The, you know. <laughs> I went to the hospital and I. I went in with ten toes and came out with nine. But so, the guy next hey. to him was really had scary feet. Oh my god! Do you remember the the yeah. Dracula it was feet last coming? Year. It was, yeah, it was, last, it was last year in June, <laughs> January. I saw that shit so, haunts my fucking dreams. Back to the security guard. Uh, the story goes, and this is from uh, SeattlePI.com. A security guard opened fire and wounded a 15-year-old boy at FDA Food and Drug Administration facility, regional facility in Bethel. Well, all right, everybody take a drink. Bothell. Everybody's drinking. Oh, Bothell, early Friday, according to police. It was around 7 a.m. When, when two security officers approached a teen acting suspicious in the building parking lot, uh, said Sherry Ayrton. With the not, I can't, I can't, uh, I don't seem, think that's a, a, a good drink because you can't really pronounce some of these fucking names. Yeah, and yeah, names don't count in the game. But but do township names? Because this is Snohomish. <laughs> I'm serious. Snohomish is the town. Snohomish County. S-N-O-H-O-M-I-S-H. County. Snomish. Snomish. Snomish yeah. County Sheriff's So so this this fifteen year old kid was acting suspicious in a parking lot? In the parking lot, right. Yeah, what was acting suspicious? Well, how, how do you how do you act suspicious? Well here here let me can I continue the story maybe? Would that be okay with I'm, not, I'm not actually not you know, trying to fight you. It's it's I the know. concept. I know. Uh, the teen ran away but came back a short time later and got into a car in the parking lot. As security officers approached the car, the teen backed out and struck one of the security officers, who in turn fired at the car. Uh, Bothell Police Sergeant Collins said earlier the teen crashed into another vehicle about a mile away uh, on the Bothell Everett Highway. Uh, He's really trying hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can you tell? Uh, And they found the kid at home. So basically, the security guards are harassing this kid. Maybe he was loitering in the parking lot. They don't say anything about the car. I don't know what the driving age. Right? Is. Was he? Was it stolen? They, they, well, they don't say anything about that. Yeah. So, and we we got another story later on that I want to talk about from Jersey. Uh, that is very. Um, I talked about in Shannon's show, the the Jersey kid that got arrested. We'll get a little more in deep uh, right. in depth into it in this show. That was a few days ago. I can't remember. Yeah, I know. Wow, I'm lucky you can I've remember been in a last drunk night. And stupid for fucking twenty eight <laughs> hours. <laughs> So either way, a 15-year-old was shot by cops because he was just looking suspicious in the parking lot, Kevin. So that's the point I was bringing to you. Uh, you have a fi- I have a, a 18, almost 18-year-old son. Uh, you have a 15-year-old son. I don't know what I would do. Even if my kid was act- acting suspicious, uh, we don't know the situation of the vehicle. We don't know, you know, if he hit the, 
the, the security guard on purpose or if he didn't even know he was there because he shouldn't or, be driving. Or if he hit the security guard at all. Or, yeah, or if he hit the security guard at all. Because that's justification. You know, oh, yeah, he, he, I was afraid for my life. He so was, I had to shoot. He had his reverse lights on, and I was 16 feet away. Right, exactly. So I just wanted, as a, 15, as, as a father of a 15-year-old, what do you think? Going into this, first of all, it's, it's a security guard, which means this guy couldn't make it to the level of being a police officer. Okay, number one. Mm-hmm. A private-owned security guard. He what? A private company security guard also. He, he didn't yeah. work for the FDA. He was a privately, he, he worked for a private company. Which means he was the fourth on the list of the police academy that fired him or wouldn't let him in. Right. Second, oh. Right, because we all know that people that uh, hire for government contracts hire the best. <laughs> well, and, 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 and we know this because of the TSA. Yeah, the TSA is great. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> but, uh... Did they, I mean, the, the kid was driving a car, a truck, vehicle of some sort? Uh, yeah, some, some vehicle of some sort. Uh, was it a diesel or suburban? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a diesel suburban. Just out of curiosity. Yeah, it wasn't running on fryer grease. Yeah. Um, and was the kid trying to run over him? Well, it says he struck. The teen backed out and struck one of the security officers. So that's where, uh, A, Dave's question was great. Did he really strike him? Because is there a video of him striking him? And B, uh, did he strike him on purpose, or did he not even see the guy and was just trying to leave? I think uh, the kid was 15, therefore, and ergo illegally driving. If he backed into somebody, he's inexperienced, didn't see the guy, smacked him, said, oh, fuck, and he put it in drive and hammered it. And to, and that's what I would have done if I was 15. And that's, that's As a, somebody shooting at him That's now. a shooting. That's that co- Right. I, I, you're a guy, because I'm pretty sure, I don't know about you, but I can tell you I drove many many times before i was legal right and uh too. right so does that mean that uh, we should get shot at Fine. well back in the 80s no nowadays yeah you're a moving target <laughs> oh, oh because it's 2013 all right now, now you can shoot and yeah, now it's okay to shoot you know it is okay to kill oh and this brings me into my donner story that i wanted to talk about um as we all know, over the past week or two, we've seen a lot of articles and, and information coming out from the government saying that, um, you know, it's, it's okay. It, it's okay if we kill American citizens overseas if they're working with terrorists. And, and most people don't even realize we've already done that. We've killed them three American citizens, one being a 16-year-old boy um, overseas with a drone attack by U.S. soldiers. You know, so we have done it already. But with this Donner situation, now we can't find the guy. The guy's disappeared. He's off the grid. Nobody can find him. He's overly highly trained. He, he's he's a you know a vet. Uh oh, he's a vet. It means he knows how to use a gun. He's a cop, next cop, which means he knows how to use a gun. So does that mean the next thing? And, and I got to thank Jack Blood and Rob Revere for for putting this thought in my head. Does that mean this is going to be the uh, the okay? to use a drone to kill an American citizen on American soil? Do we have to kill this cop so bad? Is it so important to make sure we get this guy? Yeah, uh, of course it is, because they've already wiped their ass with the Constitution because they, they uh, actually searched, uh, I think, 200 homes looking for this Jeez. guy. On, you know, with, with no warrants. With no warrants, right. No probable cause, no nothing. They just searched uh, people's places. Yeah, it's sad. And, and we always say... We always say that, you know, maybe I had a caller on Shannon Burke's show the other day ask me, you know, does everything have to be a conspiracy? 
And unfortunately, you know, everything's not a conspiracy. But unfortunately, in the world we live in and, and the lies we take from our government on a regular basis that's proven to be lies, how can we not have a responsibility? Forget, forget being curious for our own selves. How can we not have a responsibility to our families and our children not to question the lies that they tell us on a regular basis? Because, Sean, it's for your own good. We're here <laughs> to take care of you. Uh, it's amazing, though. Uh, we got a caller on the line, 541. What's up, buddy? Hey, it's uh, just Martin checking in a little bit early. Hey, Martin. Nice to hear from you, buddy. <laughs> I, 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 we're going to... I just... I, yeah, I'm glad you called in early because usually I like to call. Uh, this is Martin Truther, our guest for the 10 o'clock hour. Um, I, I'm excited. I, I, again, we can even begin uh, the introduction now and they can really get in the content in the 10 o'clock hour, Martin. Um, you were one of the first people I connected to when I first got my awakening. Uh, and your, your website, uh, I've got it right here in front of me here, martintruther.com. Um, that's right. It's it's also redpillguide.com. And that's where um, I learned it from, Red Pill Guide. That 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 was my first experience with it. Um I first joined you and um oh god, who's the gentleman in Philly? Um uh Karma. Karma. Yeah, Karma Tinfoil Slayer. Mm-hmm. Uh you guys were some of the first guys I followed when I I began my awakening. And that's why I reached out to you because you have a lot of good information. I've used a lot of uh the information I've gotten from you on other radio shows I do and on my own show. And, well, that's uh, awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm honored to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, you've given me some, you, uh, again, you know, we haven't communicated in a while, but uh, when I first began my awakening experience, a lot of, uh, other than obviously the, the forte Alex Jones, which we all know is your begin, you know, where you really begin. But as, one. Yeah. Yeah, as, <laughs> as you go through him, uh, you find new people, and you guys were the first group I really found. Matter of fact, the first show I ever called into was uh, Michael Salvia, Salvia, Saleva, out of Philly. Also, mm, okay, uh, he's he's friends with Karma, and I I, I met him through him, and uh, I, that was the very first um, conspiracy truth type show I ever called into. Uh, so it was a really neat experience to to be my beginning of that. And uh, then I got with I'm, you guys, I'm, and I started listening to you and, and, and reading your stuff, and it, it just led me into a good direction. So I want to thank, but go ahead, and, and uh, I, what I want you to do right now, we got 15 minutes until the top of the hour, so I'd like to introduce my guest to you, where your start was, what you're, whatever you're willing to, to talk about with yourself. Well, one of the things that I've become more and more fascinated with is, uh, as, I, as I look back on how things have gone since... July of 2010, when I first posted the earliest version of the Red Pill Guide on Facebook, and then later on the blog, and um, is is what is the process of awakening a, a, a process of awakening like? I like to call it a journey in truth or a journey, because I know that you can't just push facts out there and expect people to have an instant conversion as if they were computers or something that just needed to download new software and then they would be upgraded and they would think correctly, right? Right. It's a completely different process with human beings. And um, I think that uh, although logic comes very naturally for me and 
all of us tend to think that however thinking processes happen on our own heads is the way it happens in other people's heads. Um, I have to recognize that really, at core, you don't have people going to college to learn things uh, like how to listen to a story, really. You have people going to college they have to, to learn how to do a logical argument, to do, you know, not Q implies not P if P implies Q, all those sorts of uh, logical things that, uh, that people study. But listening to a story is something that's so hardwired in the human mind that uh, a two- or three-year-old is, is ready to go. You, you open up a book and you can read it to a two- or three-year-old, and, and they're absorbing the beginning, the middle, the end, the plot development. And my contention is that the process of waking up is communicated from one person to another, not so much through facts, but by communicating one's own process of awakening. Um, you can say, yeah, I started in, say, 2004, uh, still thinking of a fairly conventional worldview that, sure, there were problems, but mostly they were just caused by corporate greed or competition between countries. And uh, then... For me, um, and I know this is, you know, different people at different points where they have these these moments of truth that start their journeys in earnest. Right. Um, mine was the election of 2004 because uh, having a mathematical mind, I could see that the exit polls proved that the likelihood that George Bush won the election fair and square and that the exit polls were varied from the recorded vote by chance only was less than one in 250 million. And this was analyzed by uh, PhD statistical people. And <laughs> you look at those odds and you say, no, it, it was rigged. And um, you know, the more we got into it, the more evidence there was. There was evidence of punch card tampering. There's evidence of uh, e-voting rigging. In fact, there's evidence of rigging of every technology of voting except for hand-counted paper ballots um, that only had a you know, less than 1% discrepancy between exit polls and official recorded vote. Um, every other technology was rigged. In, in and the, and this, is something, this is something that's not, um, unfortunately, it's not new then, and it's not new right. now, and we're still seeing it. As I got further into my research, I came across books from the 80s, like Vote Scam, where they were documenting how the same kind of vote rigging was going on in the 70s and the early 80s with uh, these, you know, with shaving the gears inside of the mechanical vote counting machines in various parts of the country. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and so it's been known about it, just suppressed. The information's been suppressed. Um, so, so that was really the point where I decided, wow, you know, it, it just hit me like the first domino in my process was we no longer have a democracy. You know, we, we don't have. Uh, so would you would you call realizing voter fraud or, or uh, voter tamp tampering? Would that be your awakening point? I would say so. Okay. And, and that led from one thing to another. The second thing was. Why isn't John Kerry contesting the vote? Oh, we don't have a two-party system. You know, we don't have an opposition party in the United States. And you know, we've organized a group and and went and visited the local newspaper, and 
they weren't going to tell a story. They said, no, we just look to the L.A. Times and New York Times to tell, you know, as indicators of what to publish on. They got to get the they got to get the information from their talking heads. Right. And, and, I, and so then I realized, oh, we no longer have a free press anymore. So it was like three dominoes <laughs> in, <laughs> in the span of about uh, six weeks. Wow. And uh, from there, uh, the more I got involved in, in the uh, election reform movement, uh, the more I met people and, and uh, gradually found out, no, it's not just information about stolen elections that is suppressed. It's, it's that, that key point that people get to is when they realize that their sources of information through mainstream media, through academia, schools, and so forth, are compromised and controlled. Okay. And once you get to that point, uh, you start to see all these other things that make sense. Um, so that's really the that's really that middle point in the S curve of changing from a conventional worldview to uh, a more of a um, truth movement worldview. Okay. Yeah, it's it's hard to really put a. I hate that. That's like my. My big, because I call myself a truther or a, a you know awakened person, and I hate having to put that tag on there. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's because it usually leads to bad things if you have to put a label on what you're doing. Uh, so that's something I I, I, I do it uh, obviously, and I'm not I'm not correcting what you're saying. I just want to address that because how do we address things? So we all think differently. We're all different people. Mm-hmm. We all um, we all operate on a different level and, and you know maybe we don't agree with everything we talk about but but what how, what do we call ourselves what, how do we figure this out how do we really uh base this into a into a group that we can can say hey this is how it's going to have to be it's an interesting question because the mainstream media will pick on you know any any word that you you start to get some momentum with and try to tear it down. Like, uh, so the word truther is now being equated more and more with uh, domestic terrorism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the popular press. And so, yeah, of course, the the only uh, counter to that is to try and dis- distance oneself from the truther label. I, of course, have it as part of my name. <laughs> I was so, just going to uh, say that. <laughs> I was just going to say that, man. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's actually, it's funny that you should mention how you started uh, connecting with people during your own process. The process that I used was I just went onto Facebook and uh, started looking for people who had truther in their names. And uh, so like my first 20 or 40 friends on Facebook were uh, other people who had the name Truther in their names, and we joked about having a family reunion sometime, and I'd bring a potato salad. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you even remember, because um, after, I, after I messaged you about coming on the show here, I went back mm-hmm. to, to our timeline of messages, and I realized I haven't contacted you since 2011. It has been a while. Yeah, I, I, and I don't remember, uh, um, if you remember when we first started talking at all, because I, I really do. I, I absolutely recall the, I don't, maybe not the moment I started talking to you, but I, I remember that, you know, it was just, my awakening was um, Alex Jones's Obama deception. And I watched that movie a hundred times within a week and a half, literally. Wow. I had a, a big legal yellow notepad that I filled up probably, honey, how many pages did I fill up? It was, 
uncalled for. Yeah. How many it, was. it was an uncalled for amount. Yeah. Speaking of Martin, I meant to do this and I apologize because I always forget to do this. My wife, Lexi, was the female you heard. Uh, she's my co-host. Hi, Lexi. How you doing? Real good. Thank you. And then I also have my other co-host, uh, Forto Jones, but he likes to be called Dave by important people, so you could probably call him Dave. <laughs> I may presume to be important. Okay. Well, it's just, you know, uh, when, when we're talking, when we're discussing these things and, you know, hey, how do you feel about it, Forto Jones? <laughs> it just kind of detracts from it a little bit. Yeah, so he's my other co-host. And, and sitting in the background there who just joined us is one of my other co-hosts. Uh, we do a we do a very full show a lot of times, and that's Shifty in the background, Chris. Hey, how are you? Good. Hi, Chris. So I wanted yeah. I wanted to make sure everybody got introduced uh, as we go forward in the interview. Um, we we are going to take a break here at ten o'clock, so I just want to make sure mm-hmm. you understand that, uh, and then I want to give you a full hour after that if you're willing to, to stick around and hang out for that. Oh yeah, Kevin. Absolutely. Uh, I, I do have another one on the line. I forgot about. Uh, he, he's one of my other show hosts, and now he, I saw him writing a message. Uh, I'm chopped liver around here. Uh, <laughs> there, there you are. I thought you were back there. That's uh, Kevin Harris. He does a show on my channel on Sundays. Does a really good show. Uh, so maybe you can check that out. Maybe you can even go join him because he likes to talk crazy stuff too. How you doing? Yeah, I haven't been doing uh, many radio shows lately, so it's it's kind of fun to uh, get back into it here. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it, especially with us because we're serious. We believe in what we talk about. Uh, we have good debates because, because we have uh, very many levels of belief here. Uh, we have mm-hmm. uh, Forto Dave is um, <laughs> Forto Dave. I told totally changed your name now. That's all right. He, I've, been, I've been called worse. <laughs> he's a volunteerist. Um, that, that's kind of what his belief pattern is. I would I would label myself as a, a libertarian, a little bit to the right. Honey, how would you label, label yourself? Or if we had to put labels, just, just you know, we, we don't know everybody, so let's just give an idea of what we're looking at. Well, first of all, I'd label you as a libertarian a little to the left. To the left? Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'm label. That's my wife telling you what I am. So there you go. Now you know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> and if we could get down to the true sense of Republican, and this is really going to sicken Dave, and I love it, <laughs> I, I would label myself as such. As a Republican, hey. like a real Republican. Like a yeah. conservative Republican. Yep. She likes Mitt Romney. <laughs> no, she <laughs> doesn't. No, sir. That's Come not. On. You, know, no. you, you know you want to vote for me. No. <laughs> hey, shall I, can I assume Ron Paul then, maybe? Or what? <laughs> Absolutely. Please do. Because that's who I, I mean, I supported Ron Paul. Once he didn't, he, once he stopped his fight, I went over to Gary Johnson. Because um, mm-hmm. that, you know, we, we know Ron Paul and, and the, uh, the uh, write-in ballot isn't accepted in every state. So... I don't believe in beating a dead horse. I don't mean that in a, in a negative way to Ron Paul, but I just mean as far as what I was doing, if I was going to make a difference, I didn't feel continuing to, to put my support and vote behind Ron Paul, who wasn't available on every va- ballot, wasn't a good choice. Mm-hmm. So I went and supported Gary Johnson, who you know, is very comparable to Ron Paul, maybe not quite the statement, uh, statesman that, that uh, Ron Paul is, but... Uh, very Gary comparable. Johnson was the vetoinist governor in Americans' history. There's nothing wrong with that. And you should have you should have been turned on to Gary Johnson a year before before I was. Yeah. Well, no, I always supported him, but I went with the Ron. So you were a Ron Paul supporter, Martin, right? I actually uh, I voted for Jill Stein. Okay. In the uh, Green Party, um, and 
I, I was definitely in favor of Ron Paul getting the Republican nomination uh, and definitely in favor of his non-interventionist uh, stance as far as foreign policy. Uh, he appeared to be the only peace candidate um, that yeah. was running. By and, far. Um, so to that extent, yes, I supported him. Uh, however, I tend to disagree with him uh, with regard to social programs. Mm -hmm. I am uh, actually more in favor of... Uh, a concept that most people don't really understand anymore, but the, there's this notion that the ancient Greeks had about there being actually a, a thing called a good government. And uh, <laughs> the idea was that the people were in control and uh, the uh, government actually had services that were useful to the people as opposed to damaging uh, Which we so, see most of now, as, as most of the programs, <laughs> most of the programs we live under are, are you know, we, they seem really great on the surface, but in in the deeper bowels of what's really happening, uh, they're destroying us. Yeah, like the Food and Drug Administration and the Environmental <laughs> Protection Agency and all. That. <laughs> um, once in a while, you'll get something like the EPA's union, not officially EPA, but the workers' union, saying. Fluoridation should be ended nationwide. Okay. Uh, it doesn't get covered by the press, but you think, not. oh, maybe there are some good people still working at the lower levels in those agencies. Um, but they're not in control, obviously. Well, yeah, and exactly. You know, everybody says, oh, you're bashing on the EPA or you're bashing on the FDA or the, the, the DEA or whatever. You know, we're not bashing on the people that are just doing their jobs every day. What we're bashing on are the, the controllers, the one running the people doing their jobs. And it's hard not to do a job. And I know Dave will, will be the first to stand up and say, oh, well, you know. Uh, well, go ahead. I, Just I, I, right. You could see me. See I, you, right? I, yeah, I couldn't even see you, but yeah, I, you know. Just doing my job. God, well, I hate that phrase. I know you do, but th that, but you have to go along to get along. No, you We're don't. Train well, you don't. I don't. <laughs> you know, one of the uh, classic uh, measurements of organized crime. Uh, I think I pulled this out of a textbook somewhere about uh, law enforcement and going after organized crime is to look for the agencies of local governments that would be most advantageous for organized crime to control and try and follow the money and see if you can find infiltration there of actual organized crime members taking jobs within the infiltrating the system or people uh, who are basically under control through blackmail or bribery and uh, as far as you know I, my I, I, I would pull no punches. Uh, most agencies are, in fact, captive agencies at this time, answering more answerable to corporate uh, powers than they are answerable to Congress or the, certainly not the people of the United States. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. I, I have to say, in my opinion, what I see in this country uh, would relate to fascism, uh, corporation and, 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 and uh, government merging together um, to, you know, make a greedy pile of motherfuckers <laughs> just to be honest i apologize if that offends you but you know you can't this is uncensored so say whatever you want by yeah the way. i don't i don't like the word okay. greed, greedy <laughs> uh, time check i see we're up at the top of the hour do we need to yeah we're gonna do a break here um and um we'll come back to you after the break uh shifty if you're still back there i'm not seeing you but if you're still back there and kevin hand hang tight um 
And uh, you hang tight there, Mr. Martin, and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple. Very good. All right, guys, you're listening to the First 52 on Raz Radio Live. Uh, you're listening to Martin Truther right now. You got to hear a little bit of introduction of what he's about and what he's thinking. Uh, we're going to get a little deeper as we get into the second hour. Um, it's just going to be interesting. I'm sure we're going to have a good time. And, and just remember, if you want to join us in the third hour, 941-421-0401, go on to RazRadioLive.com and join us in the chat box. Uh, send out your thoughts, your questions, or you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Sean Raz is the Twitter. Talk to you in a couple.
Wanna eat the pain just like that split We explode like bombs if you wanna trip yeah. One trip just let me know Wanna throw down, let's rock and roll yeah. Lock and load, full clip, make you stop cold Turn around, make you bounce like a pothole Ice tea, roll I feel you Like a knife to the skin when I peel through Like a snake in the grass, I can see you Like bite to your kids, I'ma eat you Beat your raw, high grip with my two fists yeah. Leave it toothless, bitch, we can do this uh. So ruthless, y'all can't snooze this Step on the field, attack with Ray Lewis oh. Burning ass, you should roll, fall down yeah. Should've known better when you're in my town Tuscan from the IntelHub.com. You're listening to the first 52 on RAS Radio. Are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spraying? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the world are they spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple.
guys gonna gonna roll into the second hour of the first 52 on raz radio live gonna have some fun we're gonna talk to a a a gentleman that's got a lot of information to share uh we got martin truther on the line from uh martintruther.com uh if if you want to learn a lot of information check his site out he's got a lot to share there um so let's get right back into that with martin martin you still there buddy Hi, Sean. Yes, still here. Excellent. Great to be here. Excellent. I, I'm, I'm glad to have you here. Uh, let's really roll into the interview. Uh, during the break, I was talking to my co-host, and uh, there's, I mean, I've, I know who you are. I've, 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 I don't know you, but I know who you are. I know what you're about. But I know there's still some question uh, in the studio here as to um, what, what you, what's your stance? What, what are you, what, what are you, what's your goals? What are you doing? What, what are you trying to do? What do you want to see? Um, just where are you at? Is I guess a big question I got. It's, uh, well, I know we had a little bit of discussion about libertarian as opposed to, you know, other political parties. And I, I mentioned I voted for Jill Stein for president. So I have some green, uh, interest in green party, uh, politics as well okay um where i am at i would say the best description i have uh run across of that is comprehensive of what uh, i would be imagining politically would be the end of the movie thrive and i don't know if if you've watched it that far into it but uh towards the end of the movie after going through and revealing all of the corruption that exists in our current government and banking systems and the multiple layers of the control pyramid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Foster Gamble and Kimberly present uh, a vision of what it would take to get from where we are now to a more ideal, sustainable society. And they, um, they posit the idea that we need to borrow ideas from both <clears throat> liberal um, social kind of programs, as well as conservative libertarian programs. Okay. Um, because where we are right now, we have such incredible uh, disparity of wealth distribution that it would actually be most beneficial to have some um, government programs to address extreme poverty and extreme, uh, extreme, extreme disparity in the distribution of resources in our society to get things more on an equal footing. And then, as 
as people are able to get the resources and get their own homes going, get their own businesses going, transition to a more libertarian personal responsibility kind of a, a model of government because they they posit a single uniting principle, which is um, non uh, not let's see is it non intervention? What's the exact word they use? Uh, basically, non harm, non. Um, non-injury, essentially. Okay. So the government uh, should not be injuring you either by taking the your surplus wealth in the form of taxes, um, nor should they be oppressing you, uh, and, and you shouldn't be allowed to oppress other people. Now, let me ask you a question. Would you agree that um, the abuse and the ease of some of these programs have brought us to the point where we're in trouble. Um, maybe could you be more specific? Well, uh, all right. Let's you know. And my my co-host Dave, uh, he mm-hmm. uses a lot of these programs. He he is on. He's fighting for disability right now. Uh, he is on food stamps. He does have an Obama phone. You know, it's it's nothing that that he keeps secret, right, Dave? Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, and I'm not saying he's abusing the program, but we do see a lot of abuse of these programs. And I, I do believe that we have to help people in need. But mm-hmm. have we helped people in need to the point where everybody feels they're in need and deserves something? And that's what my biggest fear um, of, of something along those lines that I worry about. Uh, so what, you worried about the sense of entitlement? Yeah, but I, I don't think I'm entitled to an Obama phone, and I don't think I'm entitled to food stamps. I just I, those are programs that are available to me that I've paid into the tax system for the last 25 years at a higher rate than normal, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I'm just getting my money back. Okay, and I know that's how you feel. Uh, Go ahead, Mark. You know, I I would like to thank my sponsors at the Oregon Employment Department for my two year grant that allowed me to develop the Red Pill Guide because <laughs> 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 I paid into that system. And uh, while I was looking for work, I was also able to do a lot of the uh, initial research uh, in the 2006-2007 time frame. Um, so you know, it's, uh, I, I, I believe that government programs, most government programs exist for a reason. There was a point in history where a majority of people in Congress were convinced that things would be better if such a program existed because... Um, if you go back into the early 1900s, you have abuses by uh, of, that gave rise to the whole labor movement and the uh, recognition of unions, eight-hour day. Um, a lot of the things that uh, you know we take for granted these days uh, were, were started that way. Um, so, as far as government programs, the amount of resources that are given to people that are below the poverty line or are truly struggling pale in comparison to the subsidies and resources that we give or write off to large corporations and the wealthy. There's one uh, billionaire sugar producer in Florida, for example, who gets his annual uh, crop subsidy for growing sugar in the United States. Uh, and is is a billionaire because of that. Uh, would you like to know something surprising? You know where we broadcast from? Florida. Southwest Florida, <laughs> that's right. 
<laughs> so you probably know this uh, this person's name. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Where I live, I live literally less than 14 miles from the Bush compound on Boca Grande. <laughs> so I'm very close to, to all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're about an hour and a half south of Tampa uh, to give you an idea where we sit. Okay. Um, so... So I, I think that the, the when we talk about the actual subsidies right now, right. the system is so rigged in favor of the people at the top that I don't begrudge uh, taxes to come out of my paycheck and now go to um, people who are truly struggling, people who can't uh, get enough food for their family or don't have enough to make rent or... But and hold, then, hold, not really even help for that much go, anymore. Go ahead, Dave. But most of your money that's being taken out, most of it's given to those people that you don't like, only a small percentage True. of it. Because from what I understand, in the welfare system, only 30 cents of, out of every dollar goes to, to, to help the, uh, the, the people, whereas 70% mm-hmm. goes to feed the bureaucracy. And I think in a, in a you know, because... Sean told you I'm a voluntarist. I think if you know I voluntarily gave money to charity, not forced to give it to charity, they, they would do much more with it. You know, like if I, I I'm not a religious. There's a behavior guy. modification argument though when it comes to That's... voluntary. Um, so, so voluntary in other words, support. You, you want and the argument goes like this: the idea is that if only altruistic people support poor people in need, then the uh, altruistic people will be operating at a disadvantage to the rest of society because most people will say, oh, there's somebody in need. Well, somebody else will give them some money. And then those people get to continue on with their lives and put all that money into their 401k or buy a better car or whatever. And they get to live a, a better life at the expense of altruistic people. So if you want to have a system that rewards and encourages altruism, it's not the voluntarist approach. It would be an approach where society decides um, what basic needs need to be supported, and then everybody pays a fair share for that. <clears throat> well, I, I disagree with a fair share. So. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I'm just stating my opinion. No, no, I, and absolutely, that's what we want here, and that's uh, one of the reasons I brought you on on board with us and, and wanted to have you join us is I'm very uneducated in the the zeitgeist TVMP movement. Um, and I, I don't know what your familiar familiar already is on. Go ahead, guys. Drink. Everybody take a drink. <laughs> There's a drinking game <laughs> on the show. If I, if I mess a word up, they have to drink. So, <laughs> um, I don't know what your familiarity is with that. Um, but I'd like to learn on that. And I know some of the people you share and talk with are, are involved with that. And I, I think you've got a, a pretty basic, um, if not more than basic understanding of that system. And I'd like to learn about that a little bit. It doesn't mean I, I, I want to do it, but I, I need to learn about it. Okay. Um, well, let me first say it's uh, karma in Philly is probably much more expertise on um, the Venus project and a resource-based economy than I am. Okay. Um, my, my own feeling about uh, that, uh, Venus Project and resource-based economy, is that most of the descriptions I've heard so far posit the existence of an all-knowing and wise scientific class who would decide what is best for everybody, and that makes it so efficient that, you know, there's a systems approach to deciding 
what is what is needed, uh, and that that can be conducted in an atmosphere that's free from uh, politics, free from personal agendas, and so forth. And I just don't believe that's true. I think uh, people are inherently political. People without checks and balances, people would abuse such a system. I mean, it's like electronic voting. There's obviously the software can be hacked. It can be hacked in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody has a SIM card, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's all it takes, and people don't realize that's all. True with a uh, with a resource-based economy system that would purport to have some sort of computer algorithm that would allocate resources fairly among all the members of society. Uh, I I just don't buy that. Um, it might be interesting to try to approach that uh, using open source and complete transparency. Um, still, it's it's a huge challenge to guarantee that there would be integrity in such a system. All right. Well, I, that, that, I, I was actually surprised by that answer. Not, not that I thought anything of, of the interview or where we were going, but I just, I guess for some reason... I thought you were a little more uh, into that, so because I, I I have my questions on it, I have my doubts on it, I have my worries mm-hmm. about it, and they were pretty much what you expressed. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just you don't know what anybody thinks. So I'm I'm really trying to to feel out where we're at here because okay, you know I followed An you for so. Uh, alternative vision that I would propose right is something more like the Mondragon network of worker-owned factories in the Basque region of Spain, where there are 80,000 people working full-time living wage jobs in factories that they own part of. So they go to work, and they get together, and they elect who's going to be the general manager for the coming year from among themselves. One person, one vote. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and they own the, their work product, they own their facilities, um, they make strategic decisions about what products to develop, what products to offer, who to sell to, um, and no worker can earn more than three to nine times the lowest paid person's salary in within the organization. Okay. And that compares with, say, 400 or 1,000 times or, or more in typical American corporations, differences between CEOs and entry-level position pay. No, that's um, it's hundreds, of time, hundreds of times uh, difference nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is, this is a model that I think is very promising as far as the technological and in industrial needs of, a, of, a, of an advanced civilization. Um, and then at the, at the lower level... I, I would uh, favor seeing people organize into groups of, um, well, I like the co-housing model and would propose to extend that. Uh, the idea is that people within a group of two or 300 have some common land and some common resources and then individual living spaces. So it basically uh, be another, like, it'd be a smaller town in, in the long run. I mean, it'd be a town of 300 mm-hmm. people, pretty much. It's an apartment complex. Essentially. Sociologists find that about one to 200 people is the maximum number that now, do you people see, can kind of keep uh, relationships going with. Do, now, do you see this being a sprawled out 
um, farmed area, or do you see this being a high-rise um, city block type situation? I, I see a, a great deal of diversity because people want to live in many different ways. Uh, the, the idea that most interests me is actually a fusion of both, where you take, a, say, a, a six-story condominium building of people's apartments and put that on a 10-acre block of land so that instead of having 20 houses each you know, with a half acre and everybody having a half acre of lawn to mow, you'd have uh, essentially nine acres of, of land that could be uh, developed in common with orchards, gardening, recreational facilities, uh, pools, all, you know, all that stuff that people want to have in their lives but can't necessarily afford to have their own. And uh, it just makes it easier if you have group ownership of, say, a swimming pool or uh, an apple orchard because, you know, if one of the people that lives there is unemployed, maybe they could earn their association fees by taking care of the apples pruning or doing the gardening that month right now now i don't think we're too far off martin honestly um Mm -hmm. uh four toad dave (laughs) i'm i'm I'm, um, i i know i want to i because again you're a volunteerist i differ greatly you differ Uh, greatly i don't i i don't like collectivism because i don't think it works uh he's talking about commons and if you read tragedy of the commons there's issues there um people do not do well together and this has been proven you know, over and but, over but again. We've, we, and, it's and, been proven in modern times and in Western societies. Uh, but we can't forget the fact that human beings, historically, anthropologically, have always been tribal and groups of up to about a couple hundred. Uh, and that there, there is that that model of living is basically the most successful model throughout human history. It's far outweighs anything modern that we have. And we live in a very, very individualist philosophy society here in, in America. And, and I want to agree with you a little bit to, to a degree, Martin, because, Fortoed, we have talked many a times Dave. about... Sorry, Dave. We have talked many a times about moving to Honduras and getting a group of people like-minded to go there and put up solar panels and produce our own water and produce our own food... And that would be the same thing he's talking about. It would just be... Yeah, voluntarily. It would still be... He's not talking about not voluntarily. When I say that I'll go blaze a trail, I mean, I'll save a spot for you, but over there. (laughs) No, don't come on my property. (laughs) But But, um, but that's the way I am. Me, personally, I am not... I don't have the herd mentality. I like to be alone, uh, and uh, and that's kind of the way I am. But... (laughs) If, if, I'll give you two acres in the corner, okay? I don't mind. I don't <laughs> mind if people get together and do this ten acre thing by themselves. I think that's great. But to you know to have the government build these housing projects that are that are this that are these cookie cutter things, I just don't agree with. Unless no, people it's, volunteer, it's got to be a, a grassroots effort rather than a top down effort. So, yeah. so you're not for the government doing this. You're you're saying we as people need no, to I, reach I out. I think that this. we as people will will decide that this is the most economical way to live uh, going forward. I think the the era of the U.S. Um, suburban lifestyle with the sprawling house and the big yard and the lawn mowing and and driving 
half hour to any place you want to go is it's essentially over just because of the massive energy consumption it, it requires. Okay. Well, um, where do you live? People you... would be, you know, maybe free to maintain that if they could afford to. Well, but, where do you live? What, what area of the country do you live in, if we can ask? I live in Oregon. Okay. Oh, wow. So you don't, you, well, they do have... Oh, wow. You like, seem really shocked wow. by that, well, I, no, I expected to hear him say, you know, he lived in a densely populated state. I was not expecting Oregon. Um, what, was my, what was the point? Oh, do you live in a bigger city or a smaller city? I'm just trying to get, a, you know, do, do you... Because I've lived in Brooklyn, and I couldn't stand people stepping on my feet. And, you know, I, that's, I think that's the reason why I'm so... Stay the F away from me. Because well, when I've worked in, say, uh, San Francisco in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. I have have a visceral reaction against the hyper-competition for almost every resource from seats at a restaurant to parking spaces on the street to, you know, a seat on the, on the <laughs> public transportation or even a lane on the, you know, on the, for the toll booth, you know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> over the bridge. Uh, so that kind of density uh, definitely... You know, for a long period of time would make me uh, neurotic. But uh, I live in a medium-sized town, actually a college town, Eugene. Hmm. All right, so good. So you do you do have some uh, experience with uh, being crunched up with each other. All right, so good. I, 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 I don't like people that, that have this utopian idea of things and that the way they could be or should be. Uh, without actually having at least a little experience. So I'm glad to see I have visited a number of intentional communities uh, in the Oregon area, from Aprovecho to Apple Farm to uh, Lost Valley Educational Center that teaches permaculture. Um, Also some urban ones, including the Dumas community and student cooperatives. Um, So I have seen both the advantages and disadvantages firsthand. So how are those communities working out? And I'm, I'm, asking, I'm not asking you as an adversarial thing, because, like, wow, those, those things are around. How's it working out? Uh, well, many of them are nonprofit organizations, and they, they tend to go through waves uh, that are very much dependent upon uh, core groups of leadership uh, generationally. And uh, so they, there may be you know, a, a successful period where lots of programs are going and, and new people are coming in from all over the country to learn permaculture. And that may be followed by another period where the group has fallings out and programs go kind of dormant for a while and um, the you know, p- you know pipes freeze and plumbing doesn't get taken care of for a year yeah. or two. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And then another uh, group rises to, uh, to, the, to the challenge and, and gets things going again. Um, so, I, I mean, I see that general pattern. It's... Um, I, th- I think one person uh, I saw an interview with, they compared um, the challenge of making a, an intentional community work to all the complexities and advantages and disadvantages of simultaneously trying to make a startup business and a marriage and <laughs> a family work uh, a almost the same thing. So it's uh, it's it's a neat trick if you can do it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Any, uh, anything good is worth you know has got some issues. It takes a lot of work to do anything yeah. like that. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Martin, what uh, I, I want to touch on a lot of different things, and actually, honey, you want to you want to get up to the mic there because I, I see you, you tweeting and, and messaging with people. But 
I'm, I'm going to have to bash Dave, or maybe I won't be. Maybe maybe Martin will be on Dave's side. Um, what's your thought on geoengineering and that program going on? Wait. Meaning chemtrails and spraying of aluminum and barium and, and whatever harp else. And there. All yes, that. exactly. Because I uh, let me. Well, no, mm-hmm. no. For, you answer before I say anything. Go ahead. I would, I'd like to hear your truthful feeling on that whole situation. Uh, let's see. It appears to be going on. The best evidence that I've seen for it. I, I myself uh, am not sure. I completely trust just looking up and seeing lines in the sky as complete validation of that. Uh, I, I think that the water tests that were done of the snowpack in the Shasta Mountain area, which is not far from my neck of the woods, is uh, showing 6,000 times naturally occurring levels of aluminum is pretty conclusive when you've got you know nothing else happening on the mountainside except precipitation coming down. From what I understand, that 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 uh, thing was misread. It was supposed to be parts per million, and it was parts per billion. Uh, here we go. It, and so, and the, I, Martin, the I, reason I, I, I brought done this a lot up, of research into that. The reason I brought this up, Martin, don't, is because don't, don't get us into a fight. <laughs> the reason I brought this I, up, I'm, I am I am geoengineered out today. Man. <laughs> I know we've been talking about it all day. <laughs> Uh, I, I am a firm chemtrail believer. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. that they're spraying us for multiple reasons. I think they started for one reason and learned that they're doing many more sinister sinister things with what they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. But my partner here believes in geoengineering. He believes that you know they're they're trying to do something, but he just can't believe what he sees. <laughs> Partly, it's. I mean, you know, when you say geoengineering, that's it's kind of like things. many things. It's, it's a lot know, of stuff. Yeah, it's a technology. It's a field of of study and research. Um, there have been some proposed geoengineering, such as seeding the oceans with iron, in order to get more algae to grow, in order to lock up more carbon dioxide, in order to preempt some of the effects of global warming. Or we could just stop cutting down as many trees. Yeah, yeah we could stop cutting down trees. <laughs> or could we? I don't know. Could we? Or we could grow pot <laughs> legally. Or, well, we could grow pot legally and use it for, um, you know, the things that it's good for other than just getting high. Like, hemp, right. Yeah, hemp, exactly. Hemp, not pot, hemp. Yeah. yeah. We could grow uh, hemp. Any, any carbon sequestration uh, technology would be good. Um, but uh, obviously something nefarious is going on with these... With, with chemtrails. Um, I, it's one of the issues that I was very slow to include in the Red Pill Guide because I didn't feel like there was enough evidence mm-hmm. documenting it yet. Um, when I go out and talk to people, you know, about the very first thing, I don't know what, if they know anything about uh, truth, you know, so-called truth movement topics. I would much prefer to start with something like fluoride or aspartame right. or... Um, mercury fillings, silver fillings, and dental amalgams. Here are things where, yeah, you can pull this out of your mouth, you can measure the mercury content, you can see it on these screens. But you can always look up and say, look at that big thing there. Do you remember that? Yeah, but nothing's measured. You're you're, you're taking a leap of faith. That is like religion right there. What I would like to see done, and I don't have the resources to do it myself, it would cost, I believe, somewhere in the mm, tens of thousands of dollars range. But there is technology known as optical spectrometry, mm-hmm. which can be used to measure what elements are in a, a 
trail. You could point a basically a telescope at a chemtrail that's shining in the sunlight, and it will do a uh, run the light through a prism, look at the uh, spectrum, the rainbow produced by it, and be able to identify what elements are in that material in the atmosphere uh, based on its uh, spectral analysis of it. It should be a really simple test to get somebody with an optical spectrometer to train it on a number of chemtrails or alleged chemtrails and say, Persistent yep, there's aluminum there. Yep, there's barium. Or no, I don't see any aluminum. No, I don't. It's it's not detecting any barium. Right. Um, that I I would love to see somebody do that. And yet, uh, you know, I've been trying to talk that up for a couple of years now, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> haven't uh, haven't heard of anyone doing that. Well, I- I'll tell you what. I've got connections to Michael Murphy, who did what and why in the world are they spraying? Um, mm-hmm. And I've got a couple of his meteorologists and people that he works with. Maybe we can get together and, and <laughs> shut up over there. Maybe we can get that would together. Be great. I mean, maybe. I don't know if anybody would pay money for a grant like that. It's oh, you pretty, never know. Uh, you never know. Maybe we can pull something together. So that's something we can talk about in they, the future. They won't I'd like that. to connect you with those guys. They won't do it. Maybe they will because it'll blow their nar- their narrative. Until you have uh, crew that have either deployed drone aircraft that's dispersing these you know things, or a pilot that was flying around spraying these chemicals that actually had knowledge that he was spraying these chemicals. Nobody's going to be convinced in a whole in, in order to change it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nobody... So if it's a true concern, <clears throat> we're not going to get anywhere until we have human beings yeah, but it's making only what? What an is evidentiary it? support statement type thing. Oh, I follow you. He said, what, was it 10, 10 20 grand to get this done? Well, cough um, up. I would do I, it I don't if, know I, exactly, if I had money. Maybe as much as... Uh, a uh, hundred thousand, but it, that would be to just like buy a spectrometer to even to just use one from a university or some other uh, institution. All right, uh, I'm going to get on Reddit better. tonight and I'll f- I'll find somebody with one. Hey, let's get it right. done. Well, I mean, what I could, I'd love to. You know what I can say that I that I found fishy was in looking. I, I mean, I've looked at a lot of photographs of supposed chemtrails or you know whatever Persi- I, let's call them persistent contrails just to persistent make it contrails. there you go and okay. for me just through flying on my own or or going onto a flight or what have you you know mm-hmm. typically you don't have disbursement from the tail of the plane well and you remember honey do you remember the, the first time do you remember the first time I made you. We, we had the yard sale. We had a yard sale in front can't, of our can't house. Can't we just go on no, to something well, no, else? No, we're not going to go on. But Calm I'm down. Just we're doing fucking chemtrails all day today. I know. That's my language. But you crazy. have to relax and chill out for a sec. Um, w- the first time Lexi fought me on the chemtrail thing because she fought me on, on all of it, you know, and and she's she's my co-host now because she's you know in, in dubstep with uh, you know we're in the same pattern pretty much. I stepped over to the dark side. But I remember her, the first time. That she was fighting me with chemtrails, and we sat outside. We had a yard sale, and, yeah. and we had our, our we had an infant son at the time, mm. and we sat there. And I said, "Just watch." And we sat there all day long, and she watched them draw the lines, and she watched them float over us. And that's when she finally said, "Yeah, there's something." That's here. not a a great deal of distance, though. I mean, it's not a great example to see up up close photography that's not edited. 
where you can see chemical or some form of disbursement coming from the tail of the plane that's not natural hey how that, do you feel about why gun control? is that occurring <laughs> why is that occurring well, what is that from are they dumping out what are they dumping out why 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 can't that information be released you don't just have condensation you don't just throw like 12 questions out the mark let them answer them honey persistent condensation coming from the tail of the plane let them answer the wings yes but the tail of the plane Relax, Are you kidding relax. me? Breathe for a sec. Okay. Breathe for a sec. Go ahead, Martin. Um, I haven't myself seen things coming from the tails of planes. Uh, I'll send I've you some videos. <laughs> that was most interesting. Um, and even this is just a fairly tenuous, anonymous letter from a supposed person who worked on a, a ground crew in which he described his process of uh, discovering what looked like a, a, a dispersant tank with lines going out to the wings and then tubes coming back from the wings. This is a gentleman that used to work. His job was to repair the waste units, and he stumbled upon this right. and almost lost his job, right? Are we thinking about the same yes. article? Okay. Yes, and there's just that one narrative that's not corroborated. One plane, all right. So one guy found one plane out of all the fucking <laughs> mechanics and uh, that are that are all the airline mechanics that are going on here. And you saying there's you yeah. know there's four to eight planes per state. You know, let's just say. And, and yet there's. What? How do you I feel about it's gun definitely control? Definitely worth investigating. I'm just I, I'm just frustrated that it's 2013 and we don't have anything better than that. So it's it's one of the topics I don't push on as much because it's so much harder to prove than anything else. Right. Let's let's stick with stuff that they, that can be proved, all right? Uh, all right. So what do you what's your questions for for uh Martin here? Uh how do you feel about gun control? Yeah, yeah, okay, let's go there. How, how are your thoughts on <laughs> gun control? I I'm, I'm in favor of people controlling their guns. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> good answer, good answer. That, <laughs> like like the, uh, the family feud, good answer, good answer. Yeah, very good answer. Um <laughs> Let's let's. Uh, you said you've gotten away from radio, but you have done radio before. You're not doing anything currently. Uh, mostly, I just uh, have joined Karma once in a while on his show. Why don't you, why don't you pimp out where, where pimp out where we can get his show and and hear you and him talk? Yeah, the caution tinfoil hat area. That's uh, that's been fun. Um, at the, at the moment, I am am leaning toward uh, doing a a collection of, of essays as a book and um, possibly working that up into uh, some, some videos for YouTube as well. Um, I, I am feeling like the, the venue of Facebook has been almost tapped out because the connectivity between friends is, uh, is becoming minimized. So I may have 5,000 friends and 1,200 subscribers on Facebook and yet any given post that I put out there may only be seen by at ten most or twenty, hundred and fifty people. Oh or, wow! You know, uh, that's my sense of it. it now, do you do you use Twitter at all? Do you use Twitter? Uh, I do have my Facebook linked to Twitter, and I, I'm not sure that t- I'm not seeing that people are really paying that much attention to. Uh, Twitter, at least not in a way that I've been able to get traction with. So okay. I've, well, I've Twitter's got like one of the Twitter's, followers on Twitter. And that's, oh, I didn't even know you had a Twitter, so please, um, after the show here, if you could either reach out to me or I'll try to find you, I'd like to connect okay. with you because I share a lot on Twitter. Twitter is a very in- interactive um, environment. Mm-hmm. You have to be uh, 
I, I don't know your age. I'm 38 myself. Dave is 42, 43. Five. 45 uh, yeah my wife is 27 so we got a good again we got not only do we have a big difference of opinion in the room but we have a big age bracket in the room um mm-hmm. and and twitter has become a, a pretty good force i mean yeah I, I mean you have to you you have to use it but you have to use it properly you know so right, right. you gotta you gotta you gotta you know you tweet something out you gotta expect a few people to reply back and challenge you and if you're into fighting them back, then you know, then it's cool. which Dave is very good at. No, well, you know, again, I'm, I'm not doing anything, but I, uh, uh, I probably need to put hashtags in my posts on Facebook more often, yeah. uh, so that when they do go through Twitter, it's not only my followers who see that, but it would be people who are New following people. those hashtags as yep, well. Right. Exactly. So exactly. you're lo- I've been lazy about. You're looking to actually now what do some videos via YouTube to to promote what you're talking about. Yeah, in in uh, tandem with a book uh, that Excellent. I'm working on. That's actually a pretty good idea because I think the way technology is going now is that we all kind of want to see stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I, I want to kind of collect a narrative uh, from what I've done so far and uh, building up on the theme of a journey in truth, um, where which is what I mentioned before the uh, top of the hour was that uh, the, the idea that. The, the most effective way for people to transform is to actually hear the story of somebody who started out kind of like they did. They are now. And the things that happened to them, the things they discovered, the changes in their life that led them to the point where they are now. Because if, you know, if somebody that is, uh, believes in UFOs and somebody who doesn't believe in UFOs and they get together and the person that uh, believes in UFOs says, you know, well, you just got to look at all this information. And it's... Uh, it doesn't really work that way. People aren't aren't entirely logical about it. People will sometimes come back and look at logic as a way of buttressing arguments and, and beliefs that they've come to through storytelling. But um, people are primarily uh, consumers of stories and creators of stories. That's really our, our mental language. And so I want to build on that and, and also explore cognitive dissonance um, Carmen and I did a show one time where we talked about how worldview-changing ideas like 9-11 was an inside job or chemtrails or uh, things like that. That, That's Um, a a subject I love, dude. I'm sorry. I hate hate to be like such a dick. Worldview-changing ideas uh, are actually very threatening because people have their way of working in the world. and And, you know, whether it's wrong or right... It's gotten them to where they are now, and it, it's 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 their way of making it in the world. And so, if you say that their way of making it in the world is wrong, it's very much a threat to who they are and to their survival. Um, and and therefore, it's the, the loss of a worldview, and even contemplating replacing it with something else, is a huge huge step for people, and. The, the loss is every bit as profound as, as death in some ways, the death of, of a family member, in that uh, you can talk about the five stages of grieving, uh, from denial to anger to bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Um, I, I don't know. I, th- I think if each of you were to kind of go back and look at the steps that you mm-hmm. went through yep. in the waking up process. Absolutely. You could probably identify elements of your process that 
as you go, as you go through, I agree with you 100%, Martin, when it comes to the waking up process. You do have those five, five six steps. It depends on, on your mental well-being. Um, you mm-hmm. go through the anger. You go through the hate. You go through the denial. I mean, you go through it all. I, I went through it. That's why I had you know, mm-hmm. seven pages of legal-sized notepad <laughs> filled up with questions <laughs> right. as I watched Obama deception the very first time. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's what... But you should have that, and that's why I wanted you here with us tonight, because you brought information that we don't necessarily always talk about, and I appreciate the information you brought, and I thought you brought it very well, and what I'd like to, to, to say to you is, is good job, and I appreciate you. I've followed you for years. I mean, for four, three, wow. four years, I've been following you. Yeah, but here I like what he's saying here because all right, you were woken up, I was woken up, he was woken up. We're all three different stories, right? right exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And then from this point on, we try to tell people, hey, you know, this fact, this fact, this thing, you know, check this out. Um, what are you doing to my mic? Go ahead, keep going. Um, Do your thing. I'm running my board over here. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> dropping knowledge here, man. Don't... I'm not in the same room as you guys. <laughs> but, but I like. We're, we're usually not in the same room either, either. So that's like a big thing for us. But I like where he's coming from. He's not trying to say, "Hey, look, you know, this A, B, and C is fact, so you should think this way." Right. He's trying to say, "Well, let's figure out how do we get you to ease into the this concept of." And 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 Dave, you know, I always talk about easing into. My biggest thing is I agree with the volunteerism thought pattern. I agree with the anarchy type thought pattern of, hey, you know, what? we don't need a government. But unfortunately, in the state that we are in today, where we stand today, it can't end tomorrow. We have to ease our way out of it. We have to transition people to figure out how to take care of themselves. And unfortunately, unfortunately, we need a government to help people understand that and i know really i know that gets, goes against what i talk about all the time what 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 what, what good thing has the government done for you well, actually you know what we, we'll do this after uh, he's, <laughs> yeah, off, after I'm he's sure, off yeah i know we uh, will so <laughs> let's you know because we're, we're almost coming up on on the you know, 11 o'clock break but uh yeah let's get, let's i just want to say so so what steps can sean and i and you what can, how, what can we do to help unlock people's minds without giving them facts and figures and check this out and chemtrails look up in the sky and all this other <laughs> stuff. What, 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 you know, because I'm, I'm guilty of, I, I don't believe in the chemtrail thing, but I'm guilty of the same exact thing with, you know, let's say September 11th or the monetary system or whatever. You know, I'm like, look at it, it's in front of your face, you know, why don't you believe mm-hmm. it? How do we get it's people... It's a very frustrating path. You find, you know, that, that piece of information that you feel like is, is proof and it tipped the scales for you and you want to get it out to people. Uh, and, and yet there's all this resistance, and, and, and a lot of people are driven to this, uh, the model of just calling all these people sheeple and giving up on them and saying they deserve to perish if they can't you know, wrap their mind around new ideas. And yet every truther I know has gone through sometimes, you know, years of denial at some point in their lives where they just kept ignoring these things, kept ignoring these things until it was their time to really notice or until there was some crisis sometimes that occurred in their life that uh, forced them to look at something. <laughs> it's amazing how that goes. Listen, um, Kevin, you there, buddy? Yes, yes sir. All right. Uh, uh, Kevin's got a few questions for you also, uh, Martin. So I want to give him a, a second to ask you some questions. And like I said, I, I really, really, really appreciate you joining us tonight. It's been a very uh, enlightening interview. You've done a great job. And I, if you guys ever need a place to broadcast, I have a lot of space. 
So you guys are welcome. If you want to reach out to me, I'd be happy to to allot you some time on the station here. I like what you talk about. I think you come across very well. Uh, if, if even extend that out to Martin or uh, to uh, Karma. Okay. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Go I'll, ahead, Kevin. I'll, I will be in touch. I <laughs> hope so, man. I hope so because you do a really nice job, Kevin. Do your uh, do your thing there, brother. Now, Martin, and this goes out then to everybody from you, Sean, to Dave, to Ledge. Now, how do you tell when you've actually taken a red pill or woken up? Or for the people out there, how can they tell when they're starting to actually notice the stuff in their own self-worth, I guess you could say? Uh, self-worth? Do you mean in the, in the sense of trusting yourself? And exactly. The it's, you're coming to that, that are so different from the mainstream? Well, I mean, I've, I don't trust mainstream media as it, or as it is, just because yeah, of... Uh, I mean, for many people, it's a huge leap to say, here's something that 200 million people seem to believe in, and I don't believe in it. Well, yeah. it's common sense to me, which doesn't break down for a lot of people. But, I mean, you let's take... You have common Sean. sense? <laughs> yeah, I know. Sean is far off on one side, and I'm probably on the other, and Dave is kind of in the middle. But how do we, as people who are busy in our lives, get the truth more into our system, I guess? As people who are busy in their lives? Yeah, like I have a job and a half and two and a half kids and things like that. Um, you have to want well, to have uh, it, dude. I, you, I you. certainly hear that one. Um, it has really only... Uh, been since my kids uh, have grown up to appreciably that, that I've been able to uh, pursue these things. I mean, I pursued them a good deal, probably more than most before. Um, but it's part of the whole uh, keeping it trapped in the existing system. Is that it is next to impossible to break out of uh, standard practices while you're in that uh, young family stage when pretty much every waking moment and every earned dollar is allocated towards a basic keeping the the family functioning well thanks to sean i now look in the sky when i walk outside god but, damn it um, sean <laughs> god damn half breed but um it's uh I, I am trying to wake up and see these things but uh, what like i've been listening for the past hour and the people in the i guess your mainstream people don't know where to look. Where can they look, I guess, to see this without being on Twitter or Facebook or things like that? Where can they find a place to look at and go, God, they are lying to us? In the back of their heads, for starters. <laughs> I mean, not to be a dick. I mean, uh, let's be well, honest yeah. here. They have to actually look at their self-conscious. This, this information is there. It's well, there yeah. for you. You have to accept the information. It doesn't just it doesn't just pop into your brain. You go, okay, I got it. Yo, I makes it makes all sense now. No, that's not how it works. Well, I have a theory, and and actually, it just came to me tonight because uh, well, I heard I know your story, I know his Martin's story, I know my story. We all have three different stories, aren't we? Right. Woke up. But the common thread was is that we were we. I think we all had the same idea at the same time. It was like, wow, the government really isn't doing the right thing. And that once you realize that the government isn't <laughs> great, that's when you kind of think, wow, that these things can actually, the, you know, these things are starting to fall into place that everything that everybody else has been telling me 
for mm-hmm. God knows how long. Yes, that actually does make sense once you realize that, yeah, the government is kind of screwing you over. Mm-hmm. And I think but, that's the hardest part. It, it, it's not chemtrails. It's not the monetary system. It's not September 11th. It's <laughs> There's the fa- a, a capacity for, for thinking about these things. I sometimes talk about that I call the airlock of the mind. And it's... Uh, the idea is that uh, there's a sort of a popular quote that the source is somewhat disputed, that the idea is that if you're capable of entertaining an idea without necessarily accepting or rejecting it, that you just uh, you take the information in. So I call the airlock of the mind the place that you take in new information, and you're, you're not sure about it yet. It's, it, I, I don't feel threatened by it. I don't feel like rejecting it. I'm neither accepting nor rejecting it, but just kind of holding it until... Uh, later to see what else might fit with it. But and Mike, one of the most uh, dynamic steps of the waking up process, it's like, you know, from that S-curve, when you first start get your initial gleaming that something is amiss with the conventional <laughs> narrative, to where all the dominoes seem to be falling almost at the same time in the middle until in the last few dominoes, as you kind of round out this new paradigm, as it and, and you realize that, oh, yes, I am definitely not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have taken the red pill. Oh, yeah. um, much has changed in my worldview. Um, is this ability to, to hold uh, many different ideas in mind uh, as, as probabilities as opposed to absolutes until the larger pattern emerges? And... Um, that takes a fair amount of trust for people to just you know, accept new information without feeling they have to reject it or accept it right away. Um, the, the question I was, I mean, I'm trying to think of how to form this, <laughs> but let's say um, a friend of mine in Wisconsin, really hard left, and the moment he logged on to Raz Radio's webpage, <laughs> the first thing he seen was Alex Jones, and he just went that way. People who are so direct, the layman, if you will. Mm-hmm. How do you give them that information to say, look at the truth, look at what's going on right in front of you? How do you push them? Um, clearly, Alex Jones's style doesn't work for everybody. Alex Jones, I, I don't know if you remember seeing his little vignette in Waking Life, where he's the red man behind the sedan driving wheel, and he's <laughs> speaking out through these megaphones to everybody. <laughs> Just, Going on a major rant. Oh, that um, was uh, shoot. That was the the that was a clip from Shooter Darkly, if I'm not mistaken. Is that the name of the movie? Uh, through a scanner, darkly. A scanner, darkly. Yeah, that's that, it. That was sort of a, a similar animation technique to Waking Life. Uh, that came later, though. I oh, I have to look up the other one. I never saw the other one. one and, uh, sort of a, that that had a really surreal plot to it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Waking Life is where Alex Jones does his little uh, vignette. And, uh, you know, what to, what to say about that, how to reach people who you, you think uh, that they're close to being open to, to truth, and yet there are these uh, little red flags that get raised for them. And, and people, the problem is people don't really analyze things on a rational basis as it comes at them. People have lots of short stops, and initial ways of um, dismissing things just because there's so much information coming at people. Uh, they have to filter it somehow and just have a manageable amount of things to think about. Um, so what is what is the trick to actually get people to... <laughs> That's the hard right? part, yeah. yeah. How do you get them to... Yeah. <laughs> look at information. 
and that's that's a big question for me too. I don't I don't necessarily have the answers. I think. Well, uh, your your web page is a great start. Like I said, you're you're one of the first people I started tracking and following when I first had my awakening three and a half, four years ago. Um, but even even with the red pill guide, you know, there there may be a day, for example, when uh, four thousand people at stumble upon come to the first page of the red pill guide, mm-hmm. and ninety seven percent of them just immediately go away. You know? <laughs> yeah, I follow you, man. I trust you. You don't think I get that at my website? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, exactly. But it's that little, it's that little whittling away that we're doing. It's that little mm-hmm. bit of. Uh, hammering every day. And I'll be honest with you, um, I, I wasn't sure w- where this interview was going to go because we've never talked. And i got to say, um, I- I'm with you. I'm 100% behind you for about 99% of what you say. I- I'm sure we have our differences. <laughs> I'm 100% behind you 99% of the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's worth a drink right there. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody have one. But y- you get my point. Uh, we can't be 100%, and that's one big thing we always talk about. If we can agree on 80% of things, then the 20% yeah. doesn't fucking matter, really. I mean, we can just right. live life and, and be happy. You know, we can move on, and we can deal with that 80% and be mm-hmm. happy that we, we can agree on that 80%. But I think I think what Kevin's trying to get at is, like, how do you unlock a mind? It's and hard. Unlocking a mind is one of the hardest things to do. I, what we do, you know how you unlock a mind? You send them to this radio show. You send them to Alex Jones. You send them to Free Talk Radio. You send them to uh, Dangerous Conversation. You send them to a show to listen to where we talk about this stuff. I disagree. I think what you do is you plant something in somebody's mind. Because I've unlocked a couple of minds, and and I, 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 I didn't do it immediately. Um, it's it a very took a, personalized individual process. Right. It is. It's very hard. Right. But but what you do is you plant a few you plant a few facts in people's minds. Now I, I happen to use marijuana a lot because No it, you don't. Don't say that. No, I don't so I don't, stop I, I don't, I don't mean that, that that's I, evil. Evil No it's evil. I don't mean that I use <laughs> marijuana a lot. I mean I use the concept of marijuana a lot. That you know <laughs> that it's uh, <laughs> You know, in, in its hemp form, it does this, that, and the other thing. And it's, you know, it's recreational form. It, it you know, nobody ever died from it. Um, oh, and by the way, it cures cancer in many cases. Oh, no, yeah. don't, don't <laughs> spread those rumors, Martin. Come on, what's wrong with you? I can, you can't say that on my airways. That's a lie. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But see, that's what you do is you just pick something and you just start to kind of like drill on that and be like, hey, you know, this is the way it is. This is these are the facts. And and after a while, the people will actually start to say, I had a phone call from my stepfather, who's the hardest son of a bitch that I know. And uh, he my mother called me up a year and a half ago and said, you know, Rob said you're right. And I was like, what? And I remembered it. I wrote it down. I was like, I've known this guy since I'm seven years old. He didn't say I was right until I was 44. <laughs> I uh, I felt that that's a, a triumphant moment when you do get through to some oh people my. like that. Oh, it's amazing, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's there, a there greatest feeling. There was one uh, Ivy League uh, professor that I was trying to get to to look at um, the documentaries about cold fusion having uh, some actual successful cases, and about you know one in ten of the runs of the experiment actually shows more energy coming out than goes in, and yet. Uh, but he was convinced that the peer review process was sacrosanct, and there was no way that 
either false results could be promoted as truth or true results could be suppressed within the scientific community that way. Um, but I, I kept at it, and I said, you know, i got to check this out. Here's Try the 60 minutes thing, you know. And, and sometimes, you know, months would go by because he would look at the Red Pill Guide and he would pick three things that he'd, oh, that's impossible, and to discount the whole website. And that's sort of a problem that happens with the website is because people who want to dismiss can, because there are 20 different issues there, can just pick three. Usually three is a magic number. People find three things that they just, can no, agree with and possibly and go, be true. Yep. <laughs> Throughout yep. the whole thing, right? And my favorite um, article, one of the one of my favorite articles you have up on your website, Martin, is the thirty-three. Uh, and you might have updated it since I've seen it last, but the thirty-three uh, conspiracies that turned out to be true. That was yeah, one of the it's, biggest it's not, breaking. Not my ones. article, but a link to that one. Yeah, yeah it's one of my biggest breaking. And, uh, but I, I got to realize, I, I learned that article through you, and when I try to reference it, I go through you. Because that's ah. where I know it from. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I, I just that's where I remember it from, and that was one of the biggest breaking points for me personally. Mm-hmm. You know, because you you re- read and you realize they've been doing this shit for years. Yeah, centuries. Yeah, centuries is right. Martin, listen, we're we're at the top of the hour. We're actually well beyond the top, and I own the station, so it doesn't really matter. But I like to try to keep formatted. Um, okay. Mark. What, what I'd like to do is, um, if you didn't hear earlier, uh, I, I get drops from people. I'd like you to, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to get a little drop from you. Uh, your name, your website, and you know, you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live, if you don't mind. Before he goes. I, this is Martin Truther, and I've put forth various uh, issues on the redpillguide.com. That is redpillguide.com and martintruther.com. And I'm also uh, active on Facebook. Excellent. Like, just give me a, 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 a Martin Truther on razradiolive.com, and then we can piece that all that together. <laughs> this is Martin Truther on razradio.com. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Listen. Anytime you want to reach out, you want to talk for a little bit, you're, you're more than welcome to join us anytime you'd like to. Uh, and if you guys want to put the, uh, you know, I know uh, Karma's already doing a show. If you want to do a show, I've got space. I invite you to, to come join us over here at Raz Radio. You're welcome to have a spot. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Hey, oh, go ahead, Kevin. Um, I got a question for you, Martin. Yes. Is it okay if I save your number and if... I mean, without piggybacking on Sean here, but if we can use you for questions that we may have on a different show, because you seem very knowledgeable, and I respect that. Uh, thank you. Yes, that's um, probably best to go. Well, you know, website and email are, are good too. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, he'll he'll connect you. Just realize that we share a Skype. Um, the Skype that we use is, is a shared show Skype, and all my shows use it. Um, mm-hmm. So the number is stored in there. I won't put a tag a name to it unless you obviously give me permission. Um, but Respectful. just, just yeah. he'll contact you email yeah. wise. Otherwise, nobody and, likes to be called out of the blue to ask, "Hey, man, what do you think yeah, about can I call you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes that. I, I was getting at if I could contact him and just uh, pre-show, of course, to um, 
get his information or not his information, his opinion on things that we may be talking about because he seems like a very knowledgeable individual. And Absolutely. It's, uh, yeah. It's, I'm sure we can can work that I'd, connection. I'd be happy to. Twitter. <laughs> I've, I've got an idea for our next discussion sometime. It came up with a friend of mine talking today. I don't know if we're going too far over time. I, I can. No, you know, that, like but. I said, I own the station. You do what you want to do, brother. We've okay. got all the time you want. <laughs> the only breaks we take are so we can go pee. Yeah, really, that's what they're for. <laughs> <laughs> the question that came up in the conversation with a, a friend today was, uh, what if it is a situation... And I, I don't know where you uh, where you come down on the issue of global warming. Um, go on. In, in my go, go uh, my opinion's real and largely caused by human activity, including de- deforestation as well as fossil fuels. Okay. But if it is the case that uh, we're facing economic or environmental catastrophe due to a combination of technology used by people and a population explosion. Right. And if the best science available indicates that uh, the the only that that there are two options, and if we go back to some of the questions that were originally raised in the uh, memo from Iron Mountain or the letter from Iron Mountain, uh, as in terms of what humanity's options were with regard to population growth and technology and so forth. Right. Um, if it is the case that you either have tyranny and survival or you have liberty and extinction. Go on. What what would you do if you were a Rothschild? Wow. (laughs) I did not expect that. That's a deep question. (laughs) If I was a Rothschild, I'd say let them all die. No, no, you want tyranny. uh, If I was a Rothschild, I'd say let them all die. No, that they're making you money, man. That's how nah, you know what you got robots that'll make you money. It, it, you really don't need us in in the long run of it. Uh, who, you, and now you, you my need my consumers. personal in order for you to, in order for you to make money in their system, you robots need robots are not consumers, right? My personal answer to that would be um, <sighs> my 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 person yeah, exactly right. It's an interesting question. It, it, it is a very interesting question, and and. My biggest problem with that question, and it's not even the question the way it's framed, but I have to go back and start questioning who is causing the global warming. Who is causing? That has nothing to do with the question. It does. No, it does. Who is a Rothschild? What 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 have the Rothschilds done? I disagree. I disagree. That was the question. It had nothing to do with global warming. I get the question, (laughs) but but the question does have a lot to do with global warming and population reduction, and. When it comes down to oh, global God. warming, population can... Martin, you should probably go now because this conversation is going to get really bad. <laughs> I just, maybe, maybe we could just call this a preview of future Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I, that's a good man. idea. That's you a good you idea. are welcome back anytime, Martin. You want to come back. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to find him, he's at martintruther.com or Red Pill Society, right? No, Red Pill, uh, Red Pill Guide. Guide. Redpillguide.com. So please, search him out. Find Which him, is- check his shit out because he's got good stuff. Oh. He's a good Thank guy. Thank you very much, Sean. I, I appreciate you coming, man. And you again, you're welcome anytime. And we got space for you if you want it. Fantastic. Have a great evening. Thank Bye. you, man. Have a good night. That was some fun. I really liked that. That was a, a definitely a, a different interview. Yeah, what I enjoyed that. I'm on the wrong thing here. 
Eject. Oh, all right, that's it. All right, everybody, take a drink. <laughs> what is that? An audio drink? <laughs> no, I mean we can't stay sober with Sean hosting the show. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, lady. We're going to go into hour number three, and I'd like some damn phone calls. Give us a call, 941-421-0401. Call, call up and call him an asshole. There you go. That Call me whatever you want to call me. I don't care. Thank you, Martin, so much. Make sure you check him out at martintruther.com. Oh, I see Salty. Salty will get to you after the break. We'll talk to everybody else very, very soon. Love you guys. Talk to you in a minute.
page. You're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio. I know where we are. We're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. Do you know where you are? I hope so. <laughs> it's important. Alright guys, welcome back to the third hour. I, I want some phone calls. 941-421-0401. Is everybody still on? Is Shifty still on? I know we got... Well, they're not up yet. They're there. They're not up yet. See... You have the advantage of being in studio. We have four toad in studio. Well, Yay! If I was home, I could see the Skype anyway. <laughs> uh, but you wouldn't be able to talk because you wouldn't be turned up. See, this thing here controls oh. all that. 
But it must feel the way I do Oh my god And you want phone calls? <laughs> Just like a race car driver Rolling off the track yeah, Come on, give us a call <laughs> It's a drinking game Right, it's drinking games Drinking time. games Read an article Hey <coughs> I asked you to Google um, Yeah, I didn't Venus, Florida The reason why is because Venus, Florida Venus, Florida You like penis in Florida What are you talking about? Oh, you're an ass <laughs> Go ahead uh, Venus, Florida is not too far away from here And that's where the Venus Project is the reason why it's called the Venus Project, I believe, is because it's in Venus, Florida. <laughs> I don't think he listened to you at all. I don't think he did it either. <laughs> no, I didn't I know. Think, I think he's just... He, he thinks I he, heard Penis, Florida a I couple just, times. I just watched that happen. <laughs> I think he wants happen. to be a rock star. Did she have had, had his eyes closed yeah. while he's singing into the microphone? <laughs> he's, like, it. leading into it. Yeah. yeah somebody, somebody call up, please. Shut this motherfucker up. <laughs> Uh, we got some people holding on. I see Shifty, and I see uh, I see the old man sitting over there. <laughs> Neg- 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 oh, wait, the phone's ringing. Negative Bring friction. Bring that down. Negative friction. Negative friction is on the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's start here. All right, we're, we're going to get serious for a second here, just momentarily. Hold on, let me turn this down. I know who that is. Oh, Ooh. we got to talk about I negative. I hear Shifty. Oh, negative friction. You want to know who's on the phone? <laughs> who's on the phone, Shifty? Tell Perfect. me. Who's got some buzzard shine? Oh, Whoa! yeah. Buzzard Bob. What's how up, brother? Was, how was I to know? There was no background noise. No, that's Trucker Mike. Even he's eliminated. Though. All right, go ahead. Trucker Mike, not Buzzy. buzzard. Oh, well, you fucked up. Trucker Mike. Truckers for Truth. No, Are you there? No, no, no. I was talking about the background right, noise. So, who's on the phone? Yeah, who the fuck is on the phone? You brain dead bastard. Don't you dare call me trucker, Mike. <laughs> oh, you, now, oh now, shit. Now, now, Buzzard, you're sober, so you understood what I was saying. No, no, no. Wait. Trucker Mike is the one that used to have the background. <laughs> Buzzard oh, does no, not. No, you drunk bastards. <laughs> Listen, here's what happened. Uh, uh, Lexi said, <sighs> but I didn't hear Let's all just the let the guy call. And I said, <laughs> no, that's Trucker Mike. Uh, go, go ahead, Buzzy. Yeah, thank you. I got background noise. No, you're no. straight. Oh, right, hold on. Let's let's start all over again. God Rewind. Caller. Right, restart. Caller. Buzzy, how you doing? <laughs> well, first of all, I think y'all a bunch of brain dead bastards, except uh, Lexi. <laughs> she's the only one who got a pair of balls that fit that she's a Republican. That's my girl right there. <laughs> oh, wait a minute now. I'm a Republican, too. <laughs> I just hear Buzzer talk about your balls. <laughs> How can you be? Who, who was that? Uh, Portos said he was a Republican. No, it was Kevin. Kevin uh, Harris. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, we Tulip. know he is. Go Bu- ahead, Buzzy. How you doing, man? Just driving. Just got done doing my workout. I, I didn't get to hear all the show tonight, but I've been doing my workout. Some of a bitch in three G where I'm at a piece of shit. <laughs> How's the weather? Where how's workout? How's the yeah, weather? Where, where, where are, are you? At? How's the weather where you're at? It just ran a little bit up here in Illinois. All right, so you're not bad. Because right, I, I got people in, in New York that are all like, oh, my God, there's two feet of snow. <laughs> Guess what? Well, Fucking snow happens, dude. We, we used to, I grew up in New Jersey, 
And every year we had a snowstorm. And every year it was the worst fucking snowstorm <laughs> ever. Oh, my God. It's the snowstorm of the century. Right. Guess what? <laughs> Shit happens. Get used to it. If you want to live up north and deal with snow, then shut up. <laughs> That's how they react to rain down here, you know? Yeah, but it happened there on the East Coast, so that's something I cannot stand. I I do not like East Coast. I do not like them fuckers out there. (laughs) Granted, granted, there may be some nice people up in there, (laughs) but where they, they, uh, how how am I going to say this? (laughs) Very carefully, I hope. they They think they're the only ones in the United States, and fuck them brain-dead sons of bitches. No, they're not. <laughs> you never hear nothing about a snowstorm in Iowa, do you? No. No, because it snows all the time in fucking Iowa. Here. You guys notice that Buzzard is speaking like Buzzard Seuss? <laughs> I do not like the people. <laughs> <that> I don't. <laughs> right. The fuck was that? Oh my god, that is funny. <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. I like trucker ham. <laughs> All right, Buzzy, hold on for a second. Hey, I hey, you want to get into truck drivers? I don't like fucking truck drivers in general. <laughs> fucking brain dead sons of bitches too. <laughs> Goddamn sons of bitches, I tell you what. <laughs> All right, All right Buzzy. I got, I got like four other guys here, so I want to move over, but... Uh, yeah, you, you better get off now, because it's going to become a clusterfuck. Four other minutes. guys. Uh, you like to be in a foursome? Uh, you hang on, then. Uh, Let's, just sit tight and listen. I just sit tight and listen. All right, <laughs> you sit tight and listen. Salty, I see you sitting there, huffing on your e-cig. Oh, God. Damn right. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> I can only imagine how good you're doing. <laughs> What's your thoughts on the evening? Uh, which part? Any part? Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 glad to see that uh, Forto is finally becoming a convert. Quietly, softly <laughs> walking into the into the light, to the dark side. How did you get yeah. that? What, what show? What fucking show are you listening to? <laughs> oh, I I can I can hear it happening. No, I no, can no. Just, hear you, it just wait till I get home and I spend two days on Google. I will shoot every fucking stupid theory you have down. Like negative Whatever. friction. <laughs> negative <laughs> friction. <laughs> I, I pulled a monkey out of my ass, and it was a real thing. And you're pissed off about it. Negative <laughs> friction. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so the people that are the, the people that are listening, and not the ones that are inside the saw <laughs> this today. Circle. We were having, unfortunately, another fucking debate <laughs> about, about, chemtrails. The, about the subject I choose not to talk about. And uh, Salty was pulling shit out of his ass, right? Trying to trying to be all that like, was Googleable, Googleable, Googleable. What's that, Buzzy? Wait, wait, wait. That's a drink. Just drink. That was a drink earlier, Sean. You got a drink. What's up, Buzzy? About the chemtrails. What do you believe they are spraying? I, I believe they're spraying something, but what do you believe they're doing? Barium, strontium, and aluminum is but the, the main. Question, I th- I think what throws a lot of people off on this mm-hmm. is when you answer someone, you just answer aluminum, barium, strontium. That's okay. the, well, that's the main chemicals. But no, there's hundreds of others. That's not everything that's it? sprayed. Okay? We don't know, Buzz. There, there's also aircraft. Okay, that will seed. Over gardens, they they will spray pesticides. Well, There's a 30, lot of feet, alternative though. means for spraying. Let Buzzy speak. Okay. 
Well, no, he's asking me what what would be the reason. No, he he's asking you what do you think they're spraying. You said what they what you think. And then he spraying. asked me why I thought they were doing it. All right, so let's get to that. Well, there's, there's multiple reasons. First reason they're going to tell you, and I've said this multiple no, why times. Why do you think? I'm telling you why I think. That, well. Here's here here's how this hey, is hey, there is no take on Dave, it. this is going to be a long show folks. <laughs> we ain't getting off till 12:30. Dave, here's the problem, all right? I don't want to fucking do this anymore. No, I know you stop. don't. I know We've you been don't. Doing this all day. Then shut up, Lord Jones. I want to hear it. <laughs> Listen, there's there's one of three reasons they're going to claim to do it. The headphones are off. <laughs> there's one of three reasons they're going to claim to do this. They're going to say they're trying to to block the sun to to protect you. They're going to say um, you know, that's, that's why they're doing it. We're protecting you. But every time the government does something, they always come up with alternate things they can do with what they've done. So now we see that we have a company making aluminum-resistant seeds. And if there's aluminum in this spray that's polluting the soil... and Drink. <laughs> aluminum is the most... Uh, one I of the, believe oh, I they're, they're doing something, but I don't believe they're doing something purposely to hurt us because they're breathing the same air, eating the same foods we are. What oh, my have, goodness. What if there they have the vaccination shred, or the cure to that? There is another shred of What if they have the vaccination is, or cure to that? Because vaccines don't work from your own <laughs> fucking words. All right? Oh, so now we got a conspiracy that they got vaccines for everybody in the government except They're us. the only vaccines that work, mind you. <laughs> do, you see, do you see how none of this has to make sense? It's all conjecture? No, because the elite, and it's been proven in their stories and tributes and catalogs about it. Thanks. That's awesome. <laughs> he started it. At least you're not sitting next I to us. I don't know for sure, but... The elite grow their own private gardens. The ozone, they are trying to fix the ozone, is what I believe. You believe I'm they're wrong. trying to fix it? How do you know they're not fucking it up, Buzzy? They may be fucking it up. I'm no scientist. Uh, but you know what? I, either side of the of the of the uh, the story, you still got to keep an eye out because I, while I don't believe any of these things, but you got you got a little weekend today, didn't you? No, I did no, not. No, stop your fucking line. You got I did a not get a weekend no, at stop. all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, whatever. You never trust the politician. Despite what these fucking Republicans. Did I just snort on air? All right, it is 11.35. The show has officially gone downhill. (laughs) No, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? Go ahead. I was going to say, despite what side of the aisle you're on, Uh uh, on, because despite despite the fact that I don't... I'm (laughs) listening. I'm listening. And you're interrupting. I'm listening. I'm not talking anymore. Oh, fucking talk. Despite despite, (laughs) Despite what you motherfuckers say... That are pro. I, I don't discount it, and I don't say, and I, I I don't stop looking. So the the thing is, Buzzy, no matter what you believe, still keep an open mind, right? Because there might be that thing that that all of a sudden, you know, you're like, holy shit, they're right. Just like, uh, oh yeah, that might happen to you too. It don't, might. Don't forget that. I, I'm waiting for this. <laughs> um, but Martin says the same thing. You know, we're waiting for that time. Where we're like, wow, they're they're right. So don't be closed minded about it. I'm not closed-minded. I'm just saying I don't trust nobody. You're better but off that way. I don't believe they're purposely trying to hurt us. Of course I you know don't. what they're spraying up there. What are they spraying, Shifty? Tell me. Please, you tell me, Shifty, because I know well, I, the I almighty knowing Shifty will know. I have two theories. Okay. 
They are either Go spraying uh, chicken gravy. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, actually, three theories. Is that uh, why you're a fat ass? They're cleaning out the airplane toilets is what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit on your head. Blue ice. Chicken gravy from Mom's Restaurant in Fairmont, West Virginia. Uh, it could be monkey cum. Uh <laughs> But I think most likely uh, they are spraying uh, Fresco. 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 Well, supposed to be good for the skin anyway, so that's okay. Buzzy, where's my buzzy shine? It's only cum. It's, yeah. only, it's only cum. Yeah, but, but uh, hold on. Just, just just think about that for a second. The like, amount, what, it's only cum? Or? The operation it would take to get <laughs> monkey cum. How, let's just think about the operation. To, to <laughs> Why would you want to spray monkey cum on everyone? I don't know. That's what that's what Shifty says. Well, Shifty's not really in the right mind. So well, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So his theory, I'm not in the right mind? Really? His theory is bullshit, but yours is credible? Well, yeah. That's, oh, that's exactly I'm me. I would, come I would, on, get it right. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is exactly my point, Fortoad. Thank you for picking up on that. That's how fucking ridiculous the whole argument over the, the chemtrails is. I right. mean, come we, on. Well, yeah, you can't see a big X over your head. That doesn't, you know, equal Can we anything. talk about gun control? <laughs> oh, what about the pool store? You said you got four other callers. Let's let them speak up for a All right, Kevin. We got, we got Salty. We got Shifty. We got Kevin next. Kevin, what's your thoughts on this whole rigmarole of bullshit? Of which one? Chemtrails. <laughs> chemtrails, motherfucker. Uh, chemtrails. Oh, uh, what were you saying? <laughs> no, really, really, Kevin, do your best to try to. Were we doing a radio shut show? The, shut the conversation down. Hey, I'm gonna. Can I take Kevin's spot? Sure, why not? Have at it, Jesse. So, Sean, tell me, uh-huh. what is bad about aluminum? About them spraying aluminum? Well, uh, actually, I can answer this. Oh, go ahead. Right. Yeah, see, the anti-chemtrail guy is uh, going to answer this. Because I've done research into it. It's so a horrible thing to breathe, for starters. Forget all that shit. It's the acceptable amount of aluminum, strontium, barium, blah, 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 the, the narrative that he's saying. It's the acceptable amount that's... that's um, uh, a narrative, he says. It is a narrative. What is um, the acceptable amount? Yeah. I don't what know it off the top, but, but I'm saying is, 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 is the, these things are, 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 are allegedly off the charts. In, in so certain... are all these things put together that are mixed together something bad? Uh, even, or are they something bad by themselves? Well, individually, they're bad. And, and probably together, they're bad if they're over the bottom, accept, tolerable level. line, they're fucking up uh, all these tomatoes. <laughs> no, no, some, no, somebody tell me what aluminum Don't is. Don't fuck with the tomatoes, goddammit. God what, what did you... I'm somebody sorry. tell me what's wrong with aluminum. What is it doing to us? Part, well, part of what it does is... That's it, an it, excellent it's, question, it's, actually. Well, part of why you see the increase in Alzheimer's... Go, go, go ahead, honey. And this oh. has been proven. Yeah, hold on. Wait, she didn't do the... Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, 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 ooh. You couldn't see me, but that's what I was doing. Go ahead, honey. Um... Uh, aluminum. Okay. Horshack means. Oh, shut the up. Of dying. Shut well, up. <laughs> not only does it is it proven to mm, what do I want to say here? Increase something. Increase <laughs> Alzheimer's, but for gardening purposes, is that proof? Is there proof that says? Yes, al- yes there is proof. Yes. yes. And what is yes. the proof? There's there's scientific studies because they've done okay, studies so, okay, where so they've introduced be, high well. amounts of aluminum to a human subject and saw that that created Alzheimer's. And, and there's also in a more been rapid manner. Let me ask you the let me ask the two of you. Uh-huh. All right, nope. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to take over for, from you, but do oh you no, guys, you wouldn't. No, do you guys wear uh, use deodorant? Yes, natural. 
No, not this there's guy. No, there's no, there's no, no, there's no, no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, no, it has no aluminum, motherfucker. Good try, though. There's no aluminum in our, we use all natural deodorant. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, Arm and Hammer. It's Arm and Hammer deodorant. All natural. There's no parabens. All right, let's let Jesse speak some more. Okay. So, just to clear this up, I do wear deodorant. I was only kidding. But, um, the next thing. Uh, the 60, just in case 50, there's any girls listening. Shift, shut up, <laughs> goddammit. Uh, just for the record, um, what about the 60, 70, 80 year old guys that are retired and have been welders for um, 30 plus years, welding aluminum every single day and okay. don't have all fibers? Is there uh, a difference in the aluminum they're spraying and no, the aluminum they're that they're the, welding? Okay, they're the lucky ones. There's a high percentage that come out of that field of work. L- look at all the ads you see. A, an extreme form of, of that. Look at all and the it, lawyers' ads you see for, oh, did you work around asbestos? Well, how long until you see the ad saying, oh, did oh, you wait, work wait, around wait, aluminum? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. You're trusting what lawyers say? I, I, really? Dude, I fucking... Really? I spent really? so many time, so really? much time in, a, in really? a asbestos. Yes. You're trusting what what lawyers say? They're, they're only putting out the facts that our crazy like us crazy people put out. They're just running off of what we say. So if they're going to run off, all right. It, so they what, think is ba- they what does money? barium do to you? Hey, what? I still want to know what aluminum does, man. And, and hold on, <laughs> Alzheimer's. Aluminum? Damn it, aluminum. son. Listen, Wait a Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. <laughs> Drink up, motherfuckers, because it's all—it's not Alzheimer's. But what I'm trying Old to get Alzheimer's, right. Junior. Yeah, well, right. you're so, listening to the show. No, that's serious. Let's, let's, just, let's know. listen to what he's saying because what what are the negative effects of, of aluminum and Alzheimer's? What? Okay, what's I, the, what's, I can continue. Hold on. What the fuck is strontium? Let her go. Okay, I I can't aluminum? like explain the chemical makeup of strontium, but anyways, we'll start with it's a metal that you don't want to breathe. The effects of the metal aluminum. Okay, as far as gardening is concerned, and this applies to barium and strontium as well, but it depletes the mineral sustenance in the soil. You see, you start to see uh, like the what? I'm not. I was just burping. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. He's been sidetracking like the... the show the whole night, man. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, okay, guys, like there's but, uh, this whole just so it turns circle. Out my ride is sitting in the driveway. I've got to bounce, and I will catch up with you guys later. All right, Jesse. Hey, hey Jesse. Uh, really, what you should do is look up aluminum, strontium, and barium. Well, so yeah. that the next time I you have this conversation, I should be worried about this. I work in a shop around aluminum every single well, day. You don't want to be breathing. That. I've never, ever, ever heard of anybody. Getting Alzheimer's or Alzheimer's or old timers or Oldsmobile, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oldsmobile, he says. That was the line of the night. <laughs> okay, hey, hey, uh, Jess. Yes, sir. Uh, it's aluminum, right there. Hurry up. Uh, we'll, we'll give you. You, you ever get? Uh, I don't know. It, when they're spraying <laughs> it, constipation. Uh, yeah, yeah, real severe stuff. You want to know what happens if you have too much oh. aluminum? Talk to Salty. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't need it. No, dead serious. I mean, constipation, stomach pains, uh, make you wicked, tired, sleepy kind of feeling all the I fucking time. There's I aluminum in there, there. must be aluminum in McDonald's, from what you're. Uh, I don't eat McDonald's. Probably, first of all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't Jesse's ride is pulling out of the driveway. He's hanging on the roof. <laughs> Buzzy's like, ah, I need some more moonshine. Yeah, I got I got to run too, but I just want to let you guys know that old timers is a, a, a direct result of Aspergers. <laughs> You're the youngest Not guy on this. Alzheimer's. 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 Oh my God, Buzzer! Alzheimer's. 
Just stop saying it, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> drunk already. It's so We're going to have some some good breakfast sausage tomorrow. Want some That's breakfast art, sausage? We got a show to do here, man. Uh, <laughs> stop derailing it. This is supposed <laughs> to be serious, right? Oh, well, it's a fun night. Hey, Buzzard, you don't, you don't get that joke, though, seriously? Old timers is caused by ass burgers. Ha. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shifty, can I can I uh, give you a little uh, advice here? It. It's not funny if you have to explain it. Yeah, really. Well, but although <laughs> I did get it, and I, I kind of enjoyed it. I guess I'm too old for that joke. <laughs> you have Asperger's. <laughs> no, all, I, no bur- I, I do not have no burgers. Did you, did you have Asperger's at some point in your <sighs> life? No, not Asperger's. Asperger's. I want Sean to read an article. I don't no. Know. No. 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 Yes. Yes. Come on. Everybody get their alcohol of choice ready. <laughs> and let's let Sean read. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's wrap you guys up. Buzzy, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. We're uh, wrap it, gonna wrap up the calls. And uh, be safe out there. What you got to say? Hey, I gotta go now. Peace out. Bye. Uh, Kevin, you've been quiet for a while. Let's hear from you for a moment. Uh, About what? I'm just listening to this show and trying to take part when I can. Uh, Just kind of sitting here and taking it all in. (laughs) Hey, you you know what might... I like when a man takes it all in. Oh, that's a sound drop if I ever heard one. Take it in. Oh, well, who, who, who does the drops, man? Who, I, you know, I'm going to hey, like, do it got myself. His, he just got his ride in the back in the car. Right, right. It's 11:46. All right, that was the time. Okay. Right. Uh, but oh, I, I marked it down already. Leaving? I'm giving that to Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, go ahead, Kevin. Continue. <laughs> oh wait, no. I, I was going to say if you, if you wanted to at the moment you were taking it all in, Sean. But um, <laughs> on tomorrow night's show, if I can pimp a little bit, absolutely, please. Um, I'm newly single. I'm Ooh. going to Las Vegas with Joe from Maine, and well, of course the hanger on Jesse. Um, a certain somebody will be joining us from California, and we will be hanging out with the uh, lighting designer for the stars. Matt Mills. Matt G. Mills. Hey, hey, Kevin. Hey, can I say, am I supposed to say I'm sorry that you're single Kevin. or fantastic that you're single? Because I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely a good thing, my man. It's All right, fun. good. Glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear it. Kevin. Yeah, it's, I'm not trying to downgrade the relationship, but it was doomed from the beginning, and it is what it is, and we're moving on, and I am... I'm very happy. So. Awesome. I'm going to miss you, Kevin. <laughs> that is it's so wrong. <laughs> Kevin, why won't you talk to me? <laughs> Please talk to me. Please All right. Before... <laughs> I like Continue. Bacon. I like bacon. Continue, Kevin. <laughs> God damn it, See, if we, were using Google, if we were using Google Hangout, we could fucking... Uh, Mute his oh, mic. The ass right now. <laughs> God damn it, Sean. <laughs> wow, something. All right, Kevin. I'm Kevin. Kevin. I, I, if you want to know more <laughs> about what's going on or where to go, actually, that's a hard question to or a hard thing to say. But um, hard. She said hard. I've watched a tremendous amount of. <laughs>
<laughs> documentaries. I'm just going to plow right through, man. He likes plowing. Is that, is that salty I'm fucking up things debater. again? Yeah, it wasn't me. I stopped about five minutes ago. I'm the master debater. Oh, it's I'm on. The master debater. Plow it. Plow it, big boy. <laughs> wow. uh, well, Kevin, I'll call, totally you, I'll call you tomorrow and I'll tell you. Okay. All right. We can review tomorrow night, 7 p.m., Raz Radio Live. Uh, you got some good topics. You got some good things. Fucking salty. <laughs> I'm done being a dick, so. I like your fifth toe. <laughs> had, a, had a good guest he on tonight. He doesn't have a fifth toe. Had a, I do. I'm on, on the right foot, I got five toes. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't you be called Nine Toe Jones? I didn't come up with the uh, the, the, the joke or the, the thing. Uh, somebody else did, and it just took off. Just like took 10 off. That's one toe or it something It took off like one toe loose. <laughs> yeah, one toe loose. <laughs> My name is Tolo. You know what's funny is that you could actually f- tell when Sean's fucked up just by looking at him. <laughs> they can't see me. It's radio. Well, I'm telling you because I spent the la- you know the last two days oh, with him. Right? You'd and- smell it over the radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, all, for not for nothing. We've been drinking all fucking. Di- uh, what is it now? Like 27 hours I've been here. <laughs> we have fun, right? And we only stop to sleep. <laughs> well, that's the best time. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just a shifty show that gets fucked up by drunk, so it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and this is what I'm thinking. I was like, man, we had a good guest on tonight, and we're totally fucking boat anchoring this show. <laughs> boat anchoring. For, you know, for the last fucking 40 minutes. We're pulling a pirate on the Ho- show here. Hopefully, hopefully he hopefully hung up the phone. He's like, I'm not listening to you. I, I, no, I he's hope probably he's still listening. there somewhere. I hope not. I, I hope really, not. Hey, 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 Sean. Yes. You are aware that there's not real pirates at Gasparilla, right? No, I don't believe that. <laughs> God damn it, I do not believe that. Those motherfuckers scared the shit out of me last time. Do you believe that you deserve compensation? Yes. Pay me, motherfucker. Millions. <laughs> really? I want some money. You got to read an article, man. Just one, please. Please <laughs> just read one. It's right there. It's right there on your laptop, man. Just pick up the first one and start reading. You, no, you don't read, read it that one. Right, read it out loud. Do I it. tell you what. Give me the second page. I'll, you read the first no. one. I'll read the second you, one. Here, I'll, I'll read this no, one. No, stop, right, stop. Right. Do you have an article on Christopher Dorner? Because I really wanted to talk about him this week. Yeah, no, we uh, totally. We did talk about him. No, we didn't really talk about him in full. Dorner. Uh, Martin called. Martin called while we were in the middle of it. Uh, yeah, we well, talk first about of all, he didn't know his name was Dorner. I had to text him about that. He kept yeah. trying to call him Donner like he's a fucking deer. That's ridiculous. <laughs> deer. What the fuck a is his name? Is Santa. I like dogs. <laughs> we're going off the rails on the yeah. crazy train. Those are five yards away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so Donner. Oh, I already gave my opinion. Dorner. Fucking Dorner. God damn it. He's a fucking doorstop. <laughs> you didn't get to get read right. the story. You already fucked up. Yeah. Your mama says you're special. You gotta, do you have an article on it, though? Because no, you I don't. Gotta, Not you in don't. front of me, no. Your father-in-law tells me you're a crable rotting, robbing Mexican. That's how uh, you're referring to you. You fucked it up, Spot man. on. <laughs> wow. He let me, but he gave me away. No, he gave her away. Oh my God, <laughs> Shifty! You got to hear the, the shit Sean says really, in front dude? of his. his... Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, you gave me her. You get you 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 know, right, relinquished all, right, all responsibility. All right. Stop hey, talking. Come on. Let's just give me give me that stack of no, papers. Let me read the fucking article. Wow. Then come on, let's get the, let's get this thing back on track. Just, just wow. Yeah, I can't do the first one. <laughs> 
Oh, we don't even have glasses. You're fucking yeah, well, up our I got one here. game, Dave. I got one here I want to read, so if you want to shut up, I'll read it. Okay. All right. Read it. Do any read of you guys it. Hold here... on. Grab a... Grab... No pressure. Mm. Grab Everybody your grab drinks. A drink, Every time he fucks up a word, you when drink. When he's done reading. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. Listen. Here we go. Listen. Quiet in the galley. <laughs> He's not going to make 10 words before we're drinking. First of all, the article is titled, and it's from the Chicago Tribute. Tribute! Drink! Tribute! Tribute. Drink! Drink! Just because you want to drink doesn't mean everybody no, has to drink. Salty. It's the Chicago Tribune, not the Chicago Tribute. Oh, okay. So I didn't so, fuck that up. Right, so you didn't even make it 10 words, but go ahead. I didn't even make it through the title of the article. No, I know, I know. This is what makes it fun. Two meter opponents arrested in Naperville. 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 Right, we'll, no, we'll give him that. Give him that mispronunciation of uh, last names and towns. We'll yeah. give him a pass on. We'll give him a pass yeah, on. Well, you yeah. can drink if you like it. Right, okay. Because, when he let's be honest, does, he, <laughs> he's going to fuck up the simplest word anyway, so just give him a pass on that shit. Thank God it's 11.54. <laughs> I hope Martin's not listening. <laughs> All right, so two vocal. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Two. Oh my god, I'm gonna need another beer. Right? Let's, let's, give, let's give him a real shot here. Let's give him a real okay. shot. Let's let's all be quiet. Right over. I'll Are you all done? Oh. Are you all done yet? Yep. When okay. you're all done, I'll I'll, I'll, you know, I'll try I to do this. Terrible. If you guys can't keep yourselves under control, all right. we're good. You, know. <laughs> you are you're a fucking school bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> sit down and shut up, all right? Shut up, sit down. Just sit down and shut up. <laughs> Told you not to be stupid, you moron. <laughs> yeah, fucking idiots. All right, let's go. All right, anyway, like, I'm going to like my cigarette. No, I don't smoke anymore. I like the bus. I smoke an e-cigarette. All right. All right. Five, three, two, one, go. Two vocal three. opponents of a Naplaville's initiative to install wireless electronic meters on homes. Electronic. Oh, come on. Let him go. See, he interrupted me. I know. He's trying to. Just wait, man. That's the fun of this. Just wait. It'll happen. Yeah, You'll be able to drink in a second. Just relax. Let's do additives. We'll just add it up. Additives. Additives. Just keep going. We'll add them up. (laughs) All right. Everybody calm down. Who's that? Oh, wait. I'll buzz you again. Hold on. I got to get over here. <laughs> He's talking to the mouse. <laughs> just, just a, just well, a what do you need, Buzzy? Hold on. I'm just calling in to let you know I am listening. Oh, oh it's <laughs> Martin. Oh, oh Martin. Martin, on you. Martin, this is not the way. Classic, this, Martin. This is not usually the way the show goes, all right? We're just We're having, having way too much fun. <laughs> okay. And uh, this the is douche. not. Yeah. Sean, listen Sean, listen to one of the replays. Turn Skype all the way down, and then you should read. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, then. I'll talk well, to no. you guys in a minute. All right, ready? Ready? Here we go. I'm going to read. Two vocal opponents of Napa Valley initiatives to install wireless electronic meters on homes were arrested after interfering with the installation process, according to city officials. Police are accompanying crews this week as they install smart meters at homes that were previously sent away. There's a drink. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's okay. You didn't that. mispronounce. You just kind of... That's okay. I'll give that one pass, too. The previous installation attempts were met with some resistance, and we wanted to ensure our employees' safety. Uh, city manager Doug Craig... <laughs> Doug something said. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, that guy. 
So you're all so muted, so I can't hear you. So be quiet. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Napa Valley has installed smart meters on five fifty-seven thousand. A repeat, fifty-seven thousand homes, and is about ninety percent done. Okay. What are you afraid about the smart meters? Well, there's we did this already. Pull, pull yeah. up the. Uh, yeah, let me pull, pull up Skype. Bring everybody back up. Now you're all back with me. What are you doing? It's Naperville. I'm starting to feel sober. Right, he called it Napa Valley. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, I, I I let, wanted wine. That's why I let it, I let it go. Money. <laughs> God. So, Reverend, again, what are what are you afraid of? Oh, I think we did this last. What, week, uh, right? Well, there's multiple. Yeah, we did talk about this briefly last week. There's multiple reasons I have a problem with smart meters. First of all, it has the ability to read Was the they smart. Because <laughs> that's smart. Man, fam, fam. I propose a ban on Salty. <laughs> we're, we're on radio shows. Salty. I love you, Dave. <laughs> I love you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the reason I'm against meters. There's multiple reasons. You're against beaters? Yes, against beaters. Okay. Chris, I don't feel so bad now. Really, Martin, we're not like this. This is this is this is clusterfuck radio. This is Animal House. Oh, stop apologizing. For no, us. really, really. Uh, really. No, we were, yeah, we no, because this kind of debauchery lends you know credence to Fortone Jones and Shifty and Salty. <laughs> we're you know we're fucking cast of characters here. Oh, oh Jesus. Anyway, meters because we're at the top of the hour. So, uh, Salty, like Shifty. <laughs> Kevin, I appreciate you guys joining us. Everybody no, say go goodbye longer, real man. fast. Let's go longer. Let's oh, just no. keep this this, this clusterfuck going. Louder. Go. I it's need a pee break. All right, do a pee break. Do a pee break and put on you put on a song. You guys didn't cover my topic either, and I'll be motherfuckered if I don't no, get one <laughs> topic in. Alexi, hey, you can have I a space in my show since that one turned into a clusterfuck. So you're more than welcome tomorrow night. Between uh, 7 and 10 p.m. on the weekend review on RazRadioLive.com. I'm the master debater. Thank you. <laughs> You're a fucker. You know what the sad part is? Is Salty is the oldest one of us all. I know. <laughs> Shut up. Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa. He's the one having the most fun, though. Although the scariest <laughs> thing, the scariest thing about that is I could be a grandpa within the next year. If my kid followed my same track, I would be a grandpa next year. Yeah, me too, man. Isn't that fucked up to think about? Think yeah. about that. I, I have. Uh, let me formally apologize to Martin because this turned into a clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, and it yeah. makes for entertaining radio. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but here we, here, Sean's trying to get him to do a radio show here. And here we are acting like teenagers. Buffoons. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even talking about stuff that, that's important. You know, we're just. It, it, it's like a shifty show. Shitty yeah, but, show. but shift, that's what Shifty Show does. You know, that's it, it's comedy. And that's why that's why we're going to have a good comedy. night and we're going to sign off. <laughs> we're going to give Salty the, the first sign off. No, we're, I want to keep going, man. Well, I'm the show host. So I don't not. give a fuck. Just go to the bathroom. Man. We'll just let us let me and your, your wife go talk. Nobody's listening now anyway. Right? I can guarantee you that. Lexi. You'll have to excuse me, Dave, and I have to talk. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Kevin Kevin Her father's on the line Alright so just be quiet <laughs> Yeah think about that one Maybe Just possibly Just possibly Just okay It's a pee break time now 
Uh, you know, you make this so difficult for me. <laughs> All right, just end it then. Fuck it. That's what I'm saying. Guys, <laughs> we <sir>. out. <laughs> I love you. Salty. No. <laughs> no, I don't think you understand. I, you say you're a knight, or I'm gonna hang up. <laughs> oh, are we done now? Yeah, we're done. Yeah. We're done. Shit. God damn it! You know, <laughs> all right, whatever. Love ya, pan, pan, pansy. Bam, bam, bam. I love lamp. <laughs> I, I love lamp. I, I, I love carpet. To razradio.com. And um, tune in tomorrow night for the weekend review with Kevin Harris. Yeah, absolutely. It's much better than this show. (laughs) (laughs) It's just as much fun. It's just as much fun. All right, guys. His his show is controlled. This was off the rails radio for the last hour. It was fun. We had a good time. Gentlemen, I'm going to sign you off. I'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Good night. Good night. What we should have done is fucking recorded all the conversations we had Win the last 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Put oh, at the, at the oh fire pit god. there, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I Absolutely. think we burned ourselves out on that. Oh, I was, I've been burned out mm. about that subject months ago. <laughs> <laughs> what, the chemtrail subject? The hey, subject I will not talk you about. You could not be burned out on chemtrails. We still didn't get into my... What was your thing? What was your thing? Yeah. Christopher Dorner. I can't believe we didn't have like a big thing about that. Well, my oh, I started to, and then Martin called in early. And my thing was um, on Dorner. Do you say you blame it on Martin? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, not at all, <laughs> Martin. I'm not blaming that on you. What I'm saying though he is, ain't, he ain't listening now. <laughs> he went. Oh my god, that guy's a crazy. Yeah, no, he's still listening. Oh no, actually, he's he's West Coast. Time, yeah, he's so Oregon. It's... Yeah, he's he, he oh, definitely. Shit. It's still early for him. It's still early. Still a lot of time. We Christopher could, Dorner. We should go out there and go have fun. Oh, it's Christopher. This is yeah, what's I'm happening? It keeps getting <laughs> sidetracked. I'm but my my biggest concern on him, it's probably a crazy guy that snapped, and I'm not going to deny that. Everybody wants to say I got to find a conspiracy and everything. It doesn't have to be. It's probably a guy that snapped. My concern is how they're going to use the situation for gun control. Well, because for that, no, 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 because for you- that, wait, 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 for that, and again, I want to thank Rob Revere and Jack Blood um, because I got this tweet from them today what if this is going to be the first u.s citizen that we know now is legal to kill a u.s citizen through drone attacks what if this is going to be the first u.s citizen killed on u.s soil that's loud yeah it is let me get over here what if this is the first u.s citizen killed on u.s soil to make a point that they can kill U.S. citizens. All right, so here we by go. By U.S. It, citizen hands, you mean? Or? Yes. Well, it's already by, been done like, by U.S. citizens. U.S. military though. hands, is that what you mean? Because that's not, I mean, any way you slice it, it's not going to be the first. Huh. First. Well, all. no, we already know that. We already know three American citizens have been killed by drone attacks in foreign, in foreign soil. Well, okay, what if Mr. This is- 9-11 conspiracy that accounted for thousands, but okay. I'm just saying they're pushing gun control because of this. They they continuously point out his navy background and the Right. Well, they're going to go after the vets. And he's carrying an assault rifle and is, I quote, what? "Am I on the air?" Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Is, is anybody else noticing the rhetoric of the media going on about how he declared war on 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 the LAPD with his um manifesto? Right. He did. I mean, I I actually 
uh, was able to download portions of his manifesto and read through it. I mean, it was quite psychopathic. But who's to say that that wasn't emulated in some form? Well, I, what I'm driving at is that if he's if they're saying he declared war, then he's a combatant, not a criminal. Right. And they can right. just shoot him in the streets. They can, which, what, I think what they're going to do. Right. When they can go after him with a drone. No, see that that no. They can go after him with a drone oh, now. Forget the drone thing. Listen to what he's saying. It's the terminology. He's a militant. They're combatant. vilifying, and now it fit. Now, now that they call him this, now that he's classified that, he now uh, is under the auspice of terrorist. Right. And that, that's the vernacular that's in the law. He's put himself in a secre- separate right. circumstance. But he, put himself. And he but, but he knew he was doing that. He actually outlined that in his manifesto. But as I he said, he knew what he was doing. He's an ex-cop. He was in the Navy. He knew what he was doing the whole time. He planned it out. He even stated in his manifesto that he knew that these exact circumstances would happen. They are happening. But my point is, is what are they pushing on this? They're pushing gun control. Well, this isn't new, though, is a problem. This is not a new subject. If you go back to the MIAC report, which is what, 2009, Martin, if I'm not mistaken? Sorry, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, th- I believe it was around 2009 the MIAC report came out. And right in there, it lists Ron Paul supporters, people who believe in the Constitution, people who believe in freedom and talk about Use cash, yeah, all right. It, it, it's basically everybody. Right. So that's the, the direct... It, this is a big direction. Now the next step is to encompass the vets into the people that they have to worry about. And that's what they're trying to do now. I don't know if they're trying to do that. I, well, actually, yeah. What do you mean you don't know if they're trying to do it? Uh, because if you start to vilify vets, uh, because everybody loves it the started military. with Kelly. Think about Chris Kelly. Think about this, this the assassination of, of of a Navy SEAL, one of the most decorated How snipers. You, wait, wait, look up look up the word assassination. Right? One of, it wasn't for governmental gain. One right? of the, what if this was for governmental gain though? One of no, the most was, decorated Navy SEALs with his friend shooting range. On it a happens firing all the time, range. dude. It, it happens no. all the time. It, it, uh, the, the place up in uh, Tampa. Uh, actually, it's happened like two or three times. A, a, de- a highly decorated Navy Listen, SEAL. Who cares if it's a highly decorated guy? Oh no, no. <laughs> Do not let I, him back. No, 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 no. I can't no. agree that under cer- certain circumstances that that will be used as a as an example, you know, and that it wasn't preconceived. It happened and it was seized as an opportunity to push their agenda. You know, I, I can see that. Yeah. What's wrong with that concept? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, and the, and they'll the, never the, let a good crisis go to waste. Well, that's it, the biggest problem. The problem with it is it's being utilized for those certain things. That's where we have an issue. Yeah, that's well. what should be addressed. So go ahead, Martin. What was... Uh, what was your 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 complete thought there? Because I know we we really cut you off a couple times. So oh no no problem. I mean all I was saying is just that uh, going around shooting up pickup trucks in the street, the police are behaving more like a, you know a death squad than a police force. Yeah, so. and not, and not a very good death squad. Yeah, really shitty. <laughs> yeah. to not really doing it well. <laughs> you know, just despite the fact that it was a totally different truck, wrong color, um, they didn't kill anybody. In, in that hail of bullets, they shot out tires and windshields of cars around and missed their mark. <laughs> it's scary. It, it makes you think. I'm pretty good with a gun. And if I unloaded 16 shots, 
somebody's dying. Right. Well, I, I would hope so, at least. I mean, right. I really like to believe that. Yeah, so, you know, it's just another one of those things that you got to go, what the what the hell? Why? 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 Why, why are we doing it? Why well, do we care it, about it? This what, is what? this is pushback. It's, dri- he's got, it's he's driving got, he, the fear. Did you read his manifesto? Because I got, I got through like two, maybe, because I, I copied and pasted the actual, the, un, the real unedited one. And I put it in a Word yeah. document, and I read probably three pages of it. Yeah. And the thought that I thought, you know, I only got through, you know, part of his rhetoric. Um, I thought to myself, if 10% of this is real, they're going to kill him. Well, and you know what bothers me about this, too? And you're right. They might, they might use this to be like, all right, we used it to get this guy because he was a danger to everybody. But th- nobody actually talks about the fact that this guy also is a left-wing type person. Believes in gun control. Believes in 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 everything that's getting pushed what, by what the does Obama. That matter because it does matter. Because no, now now you're trying now no, you ha- now you no. have an objective. What matters is you're that trying the to situation... you're trying to vilify something. It does. It has what you don't his politics makes a difference. What if he was a right winger? Who gives a shit? Uh, then I want that. Bro- I want that broadcasted. The point no, I'm making. Why? Is, no, does, because does, no, that's, because that's prejudiced. pointing out that whole. So left, what if he was right a Christian? Bullshit. What if he was a Christian? What, the what fuck if he was, does that have to do with anything? What if he was right? Oh. Nobody's talking about that he's black. The point I'm it's making prejudice. It's wrong. The it's point, wrong to fucking uh, to, to attach him to a political party. It matters I don't even not. Think about it like that. It matters not. Uh, Martin, do you, do you do what's your thought on that? I mean, I I I, I know what I'm trying to say, but they won't let me. So let me hear your thought. <laughs> <on it. laughs> I I just think they shouldn't have called him nigger. It was a mistake. <laughs> they did that. Really? It really was. Yeah. Um, really. Well, yeah, well uh, yeah, that's part of that. I, mean, it's, I, I it's did the read the, pretty much the whole manifesto, and, yeah. and that I think uh, he, things went south from there pretty quick. He grabbed another cop by the throat and squeezed yeah. tightly. By is the what, throat? By the throat. He, he squeezed tightly is actually his, his verbiage. Yeah. His only regret um, was that he didn't shoot him on the spot. So Yeah. Well, see, uh, and that's a messed up individual. My issue yeah. about right. it, though, See, is it ma- are it they matters use... not if he's matters not if he's Republican or Democrat. He's no. fucked up. Well, yeah, well, but some it does, people it does are just matter. That way. The point you guys are, I'm not trying to go on the line of of a, of a party line. The point I... I'm trying to make is that if he was a right wing type person, this would be all over the news that some right wing guy was running around shooting up and killing cops. The point I'm oh, making... so it's the liberal media. The point I'm making is that he is an Obama supporter, a, a Pierce Morgan supporter, and he's out running around shooting up, and they don't, they're not really promoting it much is the point I'm trying to make. That, that's, I'm not that trying to pick a side. Have you watched control, the news? It's all over the fucking running news. running around shooting up people with eight Are, are they talking about the fact that he's an Obama supporter? Are they talking about it, the fact? Because it doesn't matter. It does in the, in the greater scheme. It does not. It does because, listen... You know I don't do uh, apply to left. We're right. going to get into a fight. Yeah, we are going to get in a fight. <laughs> we, I don't. Uh, I don't subscribe to the left right paradigm. All right, you know. Apparently, that. you do. No, P-break. I don't. <laughs> P break for you, maybe. I don't p- subscribe to it. But the problem is, is most of our society does. So you have to look at what they're looking at. You have to look at. So you're gonna you're gonna talk, you're gonna actually point out the thing that's irrelevant. That you're trying to say that this doesn't matter, but you're gonna point it out anyway. Because the show that we're doing, we should be pointing it out to maybe the people don't understand that. We understand that. We get it. 
Martin gets it. You, you get it. But Salty the, gets it. Lexi gets it. You're the one but who said But maybe everybody listening doesn't get it. So I'm trying to explain to them how to get it. Because, you know, by point, we, by being, we might think we know everything, but you know what? Everybody doesn't. Everybody that's listening right now maybe doesn't get all of it. Yeah, but pointing out the fact that he his political uh, affiliations is irrelevant. It is. It's only you're 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 it only isn't. trying to I mean, to isn't. try to get people pissed off. You're trying to get one group pissed piss off at the off? other group. No, I'm not it trying doesn't to piss, piss me off because I'm part of neither group. You see how this goes, Martin, right? Yeah, this is a normal show. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot guess, of fun. Uh, it sounds like the point that's being attempted here is whether or not he's if, if the media is treating it fairly as to you know whether or not he's left wing or right wing. And I I don't know. I think pretty much they ignore any message uh, from somebody they want to characterize as a as a as a lone nut kind of a uh, figure. Somebody that's crazy that's going to get shot down. They pretty much ignore any message. It's sort of like Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Nobody in the media went through his manifesto and talked about some of his points about technology taking over and people needing to be stopped and you know all those <laughs> things that the Unabomber wanted to raise. Um, um, so I think it's pretty much standard for the media to ignore manifestos of people that go go violent. Well, unless they fix the narrative, and this this kind of lends in what Sean is saying. Oh, see now now all of a sudden I'm right because see, when, all of a sudden he gets what I was saying. No, but I understand what you're saying. But pointing it out <laughs> means that you're, if you're pointing it out, you're part of the problem. All right, but when uh, that guy flew his plane into the IRS building in Texas, in Texas yeah. you know they read everything about him because they wanted to vilify him, but they couldn't, and it, it fell out of the well, media immediately. It's still I, I still don't like the fact that he tried to kill somebody. Well, you know, of course, if, not. if you have a problem with taxes. Don't pay them. It's, it's yeah, not that you're difficult. You're good at that, aren't you? It's not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Martin, again, thank you for calling in yet again and, you know, putting us on the right track. And uh, Yeah, thanks for saving yeah. the show, man. And, we appreciate your Come input. out here next time. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. So, um, Well, good night again. Right. Thanks again. Yeah, absolutely, man. Have a good one. Uh, Salty, any, any last moment? thoughts because you're back on with us and we're rep- definitely wrapping this up now so go ahead throw it out no i've uh i've been going through uh martin's site and it's it's brilliant and and i i, I love it I, I obviously the guy is spot on he's awesome yeah like i said he was one of the first Aww. people one of the first people i started following um when i had my awakening and i don't know how we even ended up connecting with each other but for some reason we were just we, we ended up connected and him and, and Karma Truth Seeker, uh, another good guy to follow on Facebook. Um and, and as you heard earlier in the interview, um I thought he was a little on a different side because I know Karma's side and it turns out that even though they're close friends, they still have a difference of opinion. Imagine that. Which is great. It's it, that's awesome. We need to. You have to have Thank a difference. You. Third member of our crew is often Ken Porer. Oh yeah, I know uh, Ken too. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, and he's a different uh, <laughs> third one. You, you guys might enjoy talking with him a lot more too, as he's a libertarian. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely tag into him. So wait a minute. Wait, so they have a radio show too? I, I'm going to have to. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. The King. Uh, Pimp it again mayor, for me. King one for mayor or something like that. What was it? The King for Mayor, I think, is uh, Ken's show. All right. Yeah. 
Uh, Dave, Dave is he's like I said, we were talking earlier about disability and all that stuff. He's he's actually working on getting his disability. I'm out of work, so I have a lot of time. He has a lot of time. And I, I listen to a lot of content. You know, I don't listen to music anymore, so I, I'm just like, all right, got to add this It's a to great it. opportunity to do research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a girlfriend, nothing, man. I just, all I do is... <laughs> you really don't want to admit that too loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, man. I'm proud of it. Uh, 99 conspiracies in a woman ain't one. <laughs> 99 I love it. And a bitch ain't one. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, guys, listen. I'm gonna definitely wrap this up because we're getting really stupid. And um, <laughs> Martin, I appreciate it. I hope you guys really think about it. I'd love to have you guys doing a show on the station, uh, and the invite is completely out there. So, so well, let me know. Do your own because it only costs about 150 dollars to get you know. It's stuff not together. too hard to get it yeah. running. So if you if you want to get your own going, go for it. But if you want an outlet, you got one. Cool. All right. Well, it's, I, I like to visit. Uh, you know, the regular schedule. Is a little bit much for me right now. So. Well, you can come visit anytime you want. You, anytime you have something you want to talk about, you give us a call, all right? Awesome. Thanks. All right, all right brother. We'll talk to you soon. Salty, love you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bud. All right, we're going to get you guys out of here. We're going to get our uh, our lovely finalized music. Uh, honey, you got anything to say before we shut it down? No, you guys obliged on my one topic, so I'm happy. All right, good. So, uh, Dave, Fortote. I can go back to Fortote now. Fortote, you have anything to <laughs> yeah. say? I could have my sticky radio name. <laughs> anything? I got nothing, man. You got nothing? I'm uh, I'm feeling kind of good, though. Well, that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I'm having... I'm this having is why fun. I want to stay on so long. Like, let's just keep going, man. I have freeze I, issues I, right now. There we go. <laughs> Put some good music on the background. Uh, this is this not being and just chit chatting all night. Yeah, just like put like a you know like the quiet storm or some shit like that. All right, well you know what you guys have been listening to the first fifty two. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun. We love you. Be safe. Be careful. And join us on Raz Radio more often. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense of weapon. In a war against ourselves The setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth What it takes but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste. Fuck this red race, I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination. That hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go
so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment why in the world are they